good, guys? This is the Rolling Stoner Podcast. Uh, we're doing a new thing. It's called the Disclosed Episodes, where I'll be recording podcast episodes and disclosing them to close family and friends. And basically, I want to get your input on how the podcast is going, any suggestions on things that you guys want to listen in on, hear my opinions on, uh, things that you think would be funny to talk about. And then also, if you want to join in on a podcast, if you have something that you want to uh, me to interview you for, if you want to broadcast it out, or if you just want to try a talent and um, want to show it off to a close friend and have someone record it, I'm there for you. That's the shit that I want for this podcast. I want the Rolling Stoner podcast to be an outlet to broadcast any talents or any interesting people in the world that I might know. So honestly, if you hear this, if you are hearing this and you want to be on the show, hit me up. Uh, either text me or email me. I just set up a new email for this podcast uh, solely. It's called the Rolling Stoner Podcast at gmail.com. That's where anyone can contact me if they want to be on the show. Officiality. Let's go, boys. I love the productivity. I've been feeling real good, real pumped up this week. Got a lot of things done. I've been freestyling a lot with my friends. I've been doing to-do lists. Those are always good. Um, I've been making a habit to work out uh, every morning. At least I try to. If I'm working, then I won't work out because my body's already going underneath uh, some stress. And, like, I still have exercise on my, like, traveling to and after work. Um, But if I'm not working and it's just a free day, I'm usually working out. And even before, like, my academic days, I work out, get the blood pumping, that way my brain's like on tip-top shape and I can think about creative solutions and all that fun gizmo shit all right it's March 10th some good things have been happening recently in I don't know in news uh, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry like just spoke out against the entire royal family which is a pretty scary thing to do because like the Queen of England she's one of the scariest ladies in the world she's in control of the British army she can have British, like, Navy SEAL equivalents. So it'd be, like, British otters. Uh, those motherfuckers would come in and just snipe you at, like, drop of a hat. You know? And Meghan Markle and Prince Harry left the royal family because they were like, fuck this, we don't want to do the royal shit anymore. And now they're talking to Oprah in exclusive interviews bashing, you know, the royal family. The only thing is, Meghan Markle, if you're going to be talking about if you're gonna have allegations of racism in the royal family one not really surprised there all right have you seen them all they all look like they would have voted for trump if they were american citizens two you know i don't know if you're gonna talk trash about the royal family and not say who it is like that's kind of a post move like you gotta you can't half-ass it if you're gonna talk some shit you gotta be deadly specific on who it is i think she, they said it wasn't the queen, which honestly, it couldn't be the queen. You can't bash the queen, even though she is a racist. You can't do that. It's too much of an image for, like, she's the image of England, all right? I do have a theory that they clone the queen every couple years. Like, she's died a couple times, and the only way to keep track of which clone they're on is how many corgis the queen presently has. So I think they're on the fifth clone. But anyway, uh... Yeah, they said that the royal family was concerned about their baby's skin color 
and if it was like too black or not that was their biggest concern uh, basically I don't know the, the royal family reminds me of like the pretentious cousins that are like way too snobby and no one really likes them but you have to like invite them to the barbecue anyway and really they're just invited so that everyone could talk shit about them and everyone loves the gossip around the family but they don't like the family in general like I have I have a side of my family that's like I'm not gonna disclose who though I'm gonna take a page out of Meghan Markle's book I'll say they're just not part of the family I'm not gonna say it's not my great grandfather I'll tell you that he's dope shout out Tommy <laughs> this man he's one of the smartest 90 year olds I've ever known like he used to run Hoover Dam he was like the executive manager of Hoover Dam at one point and I was talking to him about it and this was like 50 years ago when he was doing it and he was telling me exact details about how he ran the dam and like who he did it with and he'd tell me the gossip of you know the 1950s office workplace other than the uh, under the table sexual harassment and alcoholism during the day but I couldn't even tell you what I had for breakfast the other day mainly because I haven't had breakfast in two weeks still I couldn't tell you even if I'd had it I don't remember. <sighs> but anyway, for this podcast episode, I've been doing something kind of special. It's learn a talent for the week. And this talent I've learned this week is called wire bending or wire art. That's what I'm calling it. Uh, basically, I, it started off with me having to use uh, wire. It was a wire coat hanger, not for an abortion, but I had to clean out my bong. So as I was trying to, like, I had to unbend the wire, and I was using it to clean out some ash in the bong uh, in a place where I couldn't get. But then after I unbent it, I was like, holy shit, I could, I could turn this into art. So then I started YouTubing and Googling ways that bend wire to your whim and how to do it. And there was a couple strategies that I picked up while learning the art of wire bending. Uh, one strategy is, it's called the paper to, it's called the paper method. And basically what you do is you draw a design on a piece of paper of how you want the wire to bend like in general so like for this example I used the wire from my coat hanger and I drew uh, an R S and a P on a piece of paper and I bet the wire what it would look like on what I drew on the paper and initially I wanted an R and an S and then for it to go like a circle around the RS and the RS would stand for Rolling Stoner of course but I didn't have enough wire to make a full circle and make it look cool. So instead, I did RSP, which stands for the Rolling Stoner Podcast. The only problem is I lost that piece of wire in my room somewhere. So I need to go clean it up and find that piece of wire. But that would be a really cool place, like thing to hang up. Uh, moving on from that, I then went to an art supply, uh, an art supply store. I was high as fuck in this art supply store. Just looking around at all the pretty colors and all the things I could like make art out of. And I found uh, 75 feet of copper wire. And what I did was I looked up how to create a copper tree, a copper wire tree. And I followed this thing on like Pinterest I found. And basically what you do is you just cut the 75 feet into a bunch of 8 inch pieces. And then once you get it all the way, you take all the pieces up and you twist them together. And once you twist them together, that creates the trunk. And then after that, you have two ends of the trunk. You have the top and the bottom. The top is going to become the branches after you're done, and then the bottom is the roots. So once you're done with the trunk, you go up to the branches and you separate them into how many branches you want. And 
then you take those branches, you take a tiny little bit and twist them into a little kind of stem. Makes It looks like a branch. And then at the ends, uh, you twist them up and that's what creates the leaves and the other branches. And then you do that and you repeat for as many branches as you want. Uh, my tree I have one, two, three, four, like five or so. And then a bunch of little like offshoot branches and stuff. And then I twisted the tree and there's a big knot in it because it's like a climbing tree. I call this piece Copper Childhood because there's also a little copper figure on top of it. I had some excess wire so I created this little copper figure. He's climbing the tree. And then on the bottom what you do is with the roots you have it go around this little rock. So it's a placeholder and the rock will hold the tree steady. Now it's like a little sculpture. So this is my second day of copper wire painting and honestly the progress pretty good uh, I recommend doing it it's very quiet it takes a lot of concentration and patience but overall very therapeutic and I'm very proud of the design and like how it came out I think it was very simple I think it was very easy I think it's a good thing to get good at and once you learn your own strategy on how to perfect it how to put your own personal touches on it it can become a really good hobby for whoever the fuck wants to do it. So I might keep up with it. Who knows? This is definitely going in the room, though. I'll probably put it on my windowsill. Um, high thought of the day. I was thinking about it. And... A jacuzzi is really just a bath, but with no soap. Like, you don't apply soap. I don't know. That's kind of dumb. Let me think of another high thought of the day. Hmm. I think anyone's, like, actually been able... Oh, wait, no. I think anyone's actually been able to, like, survive a waterfall crash from one of the barrels. Like, I'm looking at a barrel right now, and a human could fit in there totally believe that and i feel like a human could definitely float in the water in a barrel like a wine like a whiskey barrel but i don't think that's going to be able to provide enough protection for a person to survive going off of niagara falls now let me look this up because i don't think anyone's been able to survive can can someone survive falling off Niagara Falls in a whiskey barrel. The first recorded person to survive going over the falls was a school teacher, Annie Edison Taylor, who in 1901 successfully completed the stunt in an oak barrel. In the following 120 years, thousands of people have been swept over the falls, but only a further 16 people have survived the feat. So statistically speaking, uh, the odds are not in your favor. <laughs> Thousands of people have gone over the falls in a whiskey barrel, and only 17 people have made it. That's like, you have a better chance at winning the lottery than you do surviving going over Niagara Falls in a whiskey barrel. You also have a better chance, you, you have a better chance dying on the way home from getting a ticket a lottery ticket then you have a chance of winning the lottery 
but you have a better chance of winning the lottery than you do surviving going off of Niagara Falls in a wooden barrel. Those odds make sense. That kind of makes sense. But yeah. How long are your podcasts usually? Uh, they're usually like an hour and a half or so. As mm-hmm. usually the episodes. I try to split it up into three kind of segments. Uh, well, actually four segments. The first segment is the intro, kind of just like current, current events and all that. And then after that, I'll smoke a bowl, do the first segment, which is usually like fun fact of the day or like something else that I want to try. The first segment's kind of like the interchangeable one mm-hmm. between the episodes. The second segment is my interview with a guest. And then the third segment would be a debate where it's the three sides of the coin philosophy. Uh, that's addressed to like a controversial topic right. so okay. like uh, this episode's debate that I want to do is a uh, DC versus Marvel uh, oh shit I'm down yeah who's better for that so I might do that later tonight um with I want probably you me Chavusti and Cam cause that's probably a good like I have a lot of information of both companies because I used to be a huge comic book nerd when I was a I'm kid. a big I was so I was never yeah like I've um, I know Marvel any, or everything only because I used to be big into comics, but I read like Iron Man and Spider Man, like mm. and was introduced to them like through Marvel Universe that way. I didn't read. I read Batman too, and Batman was legit like my favorite superhero growing up. Also, dude, Batman's badass. Dude, he's dope, and also like those were the first superhero movies I really watched. Was like The Dark Knight and shit, and they that started that. And then obviously the MCU got way better. Like, that's just the way it goes. But, yeah. Like, we dark... were talking about this the other day. You can't compare them, like, head-on, head-on like that. Mm-hmm. You have to consider them by, like, category. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. The debate is going to be uh, divided into <coughs> a couple different categories between the movies, um, between the comic books, between, like, video games and other media. <coughs> and then we're also going to compare the characters. Whether it's either they're either better quality-wise or, like, which ones would win in a fight. Hell yeah. How about you? How have you been? What have you been working on? Uh, last night, obviously, we we spit a little bit, had Tommy yeah, put together recorded. some beats. I, I heard it, um, one of the songs. that The one that I've been to. sending around lead. That was cool just because, like, I, I mean, I'm not fantastic, but, like, I can sing decently. Mm-hmm. And so, like, usually I'm rapping and, like, spitting, but it was fun to, like, bring a little bit of, like, you know, melodic theme in there mm-hmm. and, like, energy. And it was cool, and we listened to it back, and, like, it just, it, I don't know, for a freestyle, for, like, a little minute and a half freestyle, it That's sounded good. pretty good, That's yeah. Good. What would you say is your, like, which artists influence your, like, freestyle style? Like, I'm a, like, people say that I rap like J. Cole, mm-hmm. where I try to tell a story and try to, like, do these giant metaphors, and half the time they work, half the time they sound, like, super out there. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, uh, that's an interesting question. I think that, like, I, if anything, like... I'm maybe a mosaic of a lot of different artists because mm-hmm. I list, I try to like you know listen to a lot of the greats and, and take little things that I like from each. Um, I think energy wise, like the energy that I have or bring to a song is like Mac Miller or like Kendrick or even like a lot of people say Coda. I think that's what okay. they hear when I rap. Yeah. Um, lyrically wise though, and maybe like flow wise, um, I try to get a little more like. I don't know. I want to say intricate. So sometimes I'm like, when Juice, when Juice got really big, mm-hmm. and like you know he one takes everything and like he freestyles does, everything, dude. and 
then like freestyling is my favorite thing. That was what I was like, okay, like I want to like, I don't know if I'll ever be able to, but I want to <laughs> live up to that. So like it was, you know, that's kind of who I think. I was into rap way before Juice, but like after after having Juice for those like two three years, really did become like just my dude. Like try I tried to replicate like a lot of the shit he did. Were you ever able to see him live? At all? Um, actually, no. I had tickets to the I had tickets to the Juice and um, Future tour, which was like um, oh, World yeah. on Drugs. Yeah, that's a hella good album. Yeah, and they were coming to St. Louis and they canceled, and then. Um, of course, I come down here after mm-hmm. summer of 2019 to Tempe yeah. to start freshman year, and he comes to, like, Gilbert or something, uh-huh. you know, some random, maybe Mesa, I don't remember yeah, what it was. It was, it was but out there in the boonies. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, I had just a fuck ton of work tonight, and I was like, you know what, like, no, fuck it, like, I'll get to see him, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he died, like, two months later. <laughs> yeah, and, like, and that kills me, and the, mm-hmm. for real kills me, but, you know, like, yeah. it's not, I have... Seeing him live was not the end all be all for me. Like I, I have all that man's unreleased music. Like I interview shit like that. I love that dude. Oh, dude that guy and is it, awesome. And dude. it's just really cool because like, when I say like, who do I try to model myself after? It's cool like Juice because like I'm not trying to rap like about shit that I don't know or like mm-hmm. I didn't do. Like I feel like a lot of people want to be rappers and they're SoundCloud rappers. They talk about like guns yeah, and fucking like, bitches yeah like and, the and you can like roll that into your raps a little bit because sure everyone has sex like but i'm not talking about like you know shooting guns and holding straps like i've done a lot of drugs in my life i talk about that because that's kind of something i can relate to like pain and struggle and shit like that but juice was literally like he, he was an, going through he, it. but he was but he was in, he was from the suburbs he was just another kid from the burbs like and that's what's crazy to he me. was an artistic kid yeah and like that's how honestly i've never i never just really mild like, drug addiction and it, yeah and it would never it would never happen to like it wouldn't kill me and, and it wouldn't even be like oh i know i'm meant to be an artist or something like that but i always had like i never knew what i wanted to do growing up for real mm-hmm. and then like when i found this like a lot of the creativity i had started to come out and I'm like, damn, like, this is really, you know. It's really, a really, really good outlet. Yeah, and I'm like, I, you know, like, I love this shit. Like, e- even if I'm, like, you know, even if I don't get to do this for, like, my job, whatever mm-hmm. facet of the industry that it would be, even if I want to rap, you know, tour promoter yeah. or producer or something like that, um, I'll always keep it as a hobby because it's mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, like, it's you know, there. yeah. And, like, if I'm not, you know, if I'm not doing the thing that I love, like, I'll get to do the thing I love when I'm off work. Like, you know, yeah. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to work to live. I'm trying to live to work, basically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I feel like freestyling for me is like a, just another hobby that I have and is a skill that I want to improve on. And I don't think I'll ever take it to like where I want to publish a song or anything. But I want to be able to be good enough that if for some reason, if like my comedy career really goes off and I become well known. Oh, and Wild and Out asks me to, to get like on. get on an episode, <laughs> I'll be like, yeah, I can do that. I could freestyle with them. <laughs> well, yeah, and like you know, I'd love what? to call out Nick Cannon. <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't know exactly how it goes. I definitely want to release like a little EP, maybe albums going down the road. Oh yeah, that'd be. I think a that a talent I've always had, um, and it didn't directly relate to like songwriting and freestyling until I started doing that. But I've always been a great writer. Mm-hmm. Um, just I don't know. Yeah. Oh, English was always one. Of yeah, my that's favorite. what I'm saying. I always like to read and yeah. shit like that, and like create stories or like you know, I always lived in a little bit. Of like a, a day, yeah, you're you know, on the world. Man. I yeah, daydream yeah, all the time. Yeah, exactly. I'm not so analytical. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, Chibusti was actually telling me uh, he 
one of his bigger concerns about this upcoming generation and living like with technology and like the iPhone and mm-hmm. TikTok and all this is they're daydreaming less because they're so easily distracted by just like they don't have to you don't have to, to get away from your thoughts yeah exactly yeah. you can but do like, something else but we grew up with the ability to daydream for sure and people like they'll tell you like there's I daydream literally all the fucking time mm-hmm. like I could be in the middle of a war and be like what's going on like yeah. I'm not thinking of the right things I have a bad habit sometimes I'll daydream like mid conversation that's what I'm people. saying you know and people like or just like when I'm out with people in a social group and like I've read things now that are like it is a like disorder if you daydream so much like listen if it's a disorder then like half the shit that I've ever thought of randomly or ever thought of and was like actually some of like the raw genius that everybody has and that was out of me like would have never existed exactly because I come yeah. up with those things like in the middle of a fucking I'll come up with group. my most creative ideas in the most weirdest yeah, times. Yeah, literally. Literally. And it's just like, I can get it. Like, you can get too pulled off by a daydream to where you mm-hmm. think, like, it's reality. You convince yourself of that. Well, that's schizophrenic. That's right? schizophrenic. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, I always, like, eat, I could be daydreaming for an hour and a half. I do a lot of times. I'm mm-hmm. just sit there and I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Like, I want to do that or I'm going to work towards that. It makes car rides a lot go by a lot quicker oh, sometimes when i'm listening to music like and i'm like feeling it especially if i'm high oh dude. like there will be like my rides. music is not it's not instrumental like i'll start daydreaming and just start spitting over lyrics that are being you know in the mm-hmm. real song like yeah. if i like the beat and literally like my focus on the daydream is so honed in that like i can block out the other lyrics and actually drop like good verses mm-hmm. and it's just interesting to me because like i think that's part I think that's one thing that's actually made me a lot better at that, for real, because I can, like, block things out. Mm-hmm. I can block people out that are around me, noise, anything like that, distractions, because it takes a lot of focus to be able yeah, to just... Yeah, you have a uh, selective here. Get in that flow, yeah, and, like, stick in it. But, like, all in all, when, I, when I'm out of that, when I snap out of it, like, it's real life again. I'm never, mm-hmm. like, drawn away from real life like that, you know? That's good. That means you, you can tell... What you have a good difference between real and fake. And it's just, yeah, it's about having, like, it's about being grounded. Like, literally, mm-hmm. like, putting your feet on the earth and, like, being tethered to something. Because if you're not, like, if you get too, I don't know, if you get too engulfed by, like, the ego and, like, yeah. the self. That's usually people who live, like, unbalanced lives. Yeah. They become too engulfed and too consumed with one of, uh, I, I believe there's, like, three main factors that control mm-hmm. uh, reality and, like, life. It's, um... God, the world, and yourself. And because there's like, you know, you look around, there's your surroundings, and that's like the world around yeah. you, the society you live in. But there's and something about, uh, about, yeah, yeah. Like and we can put like, God, yeah, we can put God as like the, the, that's just the, the unknown, the, the, or like the ether real. Yeah, yeah. I, like, you can call exactly. it whatever the fuck you want. I just call it God, makes it a lot but easier. But that part for me. of like, yeah, but yeah just whatever created, every, yeah, the, the good in everything. You know, like our, you, you see it in nature. You well, you see, see it, it in just, our pursuit to just keep more like, what's yeah. next? Like, yeah, yeah. what is after this? Like, mm-hmm. everyone asks that a question. It's, it's essential. It's existential. You know, like, everyone has it. So, yeah, yeah that's a good exactly. point. It's the divine knowledge, basically. Yeah. And then any religion is just a person's interpretation of what that divine knowledge is. That's right. Yeah, that's, like, a really good point. That's also why, like, I find, I don't know, I really find religion so interesting because... Like when it's you, interesting. Oh. It's no, it's just interesting because when you look at it, like 
it's really easy to disagree on religion because you're like you want to be like mine's right like you have yeah. that bias you're always going well that's to. the ego that's yourself that's that's the other thing, yeah the other and like factor thinking of that life. you're like mm-hmm. the center and yours is most important yeah. so it has to be right but what's so interesting about it like you get a little division between i think polytheistic and monotheistic but like when you look at a lot of the major re- like religions, like they came up in such different places and even at such like drastically different times, like hundreds or even thousands of years we're talking, but a lot of them share like these common themes and like, you know, that mm-hmm. may they may have necessarily even been in touch. Some of them formed in different, totally different parts of the world around the same time. Yeah. So how would they ever had contact with each other? And it makes you wonder, it's like, okay, well, are we, like, do we have this certain programming in us that has, you know, like, Mm -hmm. that aligns us in some of these beliefs, like, no matter which way approach it, and that's the way it looks similar? Or, like, does it look similar because, like, something about it is actually, like, correct? And people don't ever recognize that because they're too busy, like, fighting over which one's actually right. Mm -hmm. When it's not that literal. Like, people fucking, like, oh my god, dude. I just, people in the U.S. piss me off when they're, like, they like cite like biblical stories and they're like this is like you know like do this like this is real <laughs> life like this is what happened yeah shit like that and you're like no like it's more of like i guess some people see it as a metaphor or how i, I think see it. i think a lot of people in know. the u.s their mentality is very black and white everything either is right or wrong uh, it's either in one category or another when in reality life isn't like that it's a lot of shades of gray like ambiguity yeah, nothing's really black or white. It's a different shade of gray. It could be lighter or darker. And once you apply that like type of logic to like issues on what's right versus mm-hmm. wrong, it's not like there's pros and cons to everything. So when yeah, you I, look at these biblical stories, you're not really supposed to take them literally or like this is the right, that you can only do this. You're supposed to interpret them and see the grays in it like see the pros and cons and then apply what you need to learn because it's really it's just a bunch of stories um of just that humanity learns through because a lot of like a lot of stories nowadays actually based off of biblical stories yeah absolutely you see superman it's a baby and it goes through it he escapes from a dying people he goes to a people it's adopted and then he becomes this great savior for people who are in need that's actually Moses. a great point. Yeah, I never even yeah. actually made that connection. That's Moses. Pretty spot on. Exactly. There's a bunch of all of that. No, yeah, that that's definitely, like, that's, yeah, that's an interesting way to look at it. And I think that, like, you know, that gray area maybe comes from not so much that there isn't, like, a truth value or, like, a right or wrong for things, but that sometimes bigger decisions are culminations of like a lot of smaller decisions yeah so you know you get a portion of them that are are right or mm-hmm. you could somehow logically get down to the fact that they are the right decision to make and you get a portion of them that are wrong and this like big i guess um you know collage this greater collage of those ideas um and their assimilation like makes for makes for more gray area when that black and white mixes because it's hard to see harder to see them as like individual parts exactly, you know yeah. yeah well just call me right now my sister whoops that's the worst one you can keep going she just asked me a question I gotta yeah no nah, i just gotta think of something to talk about he can segue on the marvel and justice league in that case if you want oh are you excited for the snyder cut of the Justice League? Yeah, I am. Honestly, I didn't... I'm gonna be honest. I've been lagging on the movies, the Justice League movies. I didn't even get to see Aquaman. 
or Wonder Woman. And I Aquaman's heard, really good. I heard Aquaman was good. I haven't yeah. seen the Wonder Woman sequel. I wanted I to, but then I heard it was bad, was so bad. I was like, well, then I'm not gonna watch it. I just exactly like I don't want to. I don't want. I'm sorry. I don't want to shit on DC though. I like DC, so going and seeing a shitty movie, I'd yeah. be like, that's like. The thing is, we've already said this. You can't compare them. I can't compare so them. So I've the just MCU. decided to not compare them. And what I'm seeing the Snyder cut as, it's not as a the moral. It's not as like the DC cinematic universe. I think what they're doing right now, and what they should be doing, is individual movies just about the DC characters, and that's what they've been doing with Shazam, Aquaman, Wonder mm-hmm. Woman, and I like that because those are all fun like little adventures, and I like all those characters. But what I'm sad for. Uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League is it's the final trilogy. It's kind of the end to the Zack Snyder trilogy that we've got with Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman, and this will end it. And then hopefully, if it gets really good, it'll start another trilogy of the Justice League. Because yeah. he has this whole entire plan of what the Justice League should like. They're end trying. Like. Well, yeah, they're trying. And there's to, like, leaked out information look, yeah. about it, and I've read about it, and it's fucking epic. It's like a, it's it's like Odyssey level type shit with these characters and I, I'm, I'm i love that shit because i grew up oh, with those characters yeah. um but i'm excited because it's a four hour movie and it's like it's gonna tie together all of the loose plot lines and like the what the fuck moments you were seeing in batman vs superman what's going on because yeah. batman vs superman was setting up for this and man of steel was also kind of setting up for this too and just to see all those like i really like the third movies in like in trilogies like i love return of the king i love return of the jedi because it brings together all of the loose ends and like makes everything nice and it's oh ending. yeah absolutely i like the absolutely. full circle of things like i love avengers endgame i think Avengers yeah that tied avengers off every was, loose end. was super cool and i have even more appreciation for that now that i've gone back and like watched all these mm-hmm. movies and you, and you see, see how the, everything the subtle hints and drops and just how like it really all like is culminating into like this exactly. yeah this thing because when I remember when I saw it in theaters like I probably had seen all the movies but they're all out of order and I had uh-huh. seen them over the span of like almost a decade yeah so especially starting that decade at like nine years old mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know my memory in some of these parts isn't the greatest and you can watch the movie and have a good time because it's a lot of action and mm-hmm. like you know yeah, what yeah, they're yeah. trying There's to stimulation do. and you see your favorite character but it's a lot actors. more interesting when you know the whole storyline behind mm-hmm. it for sure thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I love. It's so rewatchable because you pick up on those things. It's mm-hmm. kind of like how Star Wars is like that too, where every single time you see it, you notice something new and makes you appreciate it more and more. Oh, like yeah. I watch Star Wars every year. Like I'm planning on when I watch it uh, again next year, I'll have a podcast episode. It's all Star Wars. Like that's all we're gonna talk about. Even though half the time I talk about Star Wars on this podcast anyway. I just, so yeah, like I said, I just recently finished The Mandalorian, and that was, it's one of my favorite TV shows I've watched. Dude, Mandalorian season two is really and, good. And I'm not even like, dude, the, yeah, season one was a little slow, but season two was lit. And I didn't even, I'm not even like a huge Star Wars guy, or mm-hmm. better, I think I should say I wasn't until yeah. I watched that. And now, like, after watching these MCU movies, mm-hmm. we already have a plan. Like, we're, you know, we're going back through the Star Wars movies. Exactly. The Star Wars movies are just a little difficult, because, not for me, personally but i think that they do like when you watch the first couple movies like the technology is mm-hmm. so far like below what they they had in the later movies well, here's the, 
So the the, cha- the gradient is so noticeable. Yeah. You're like, damn, this movie looks like it was made by a different company. Well, the yeah. cool thing is, I've I've watched like the behind the scenes making of Star Wars, and the thing was was the people. Star Wars was the movie where those visual effects were used the first time. They were creating the technology in the order CGI, to make yeah. movies like that. That's why. Back in the day, Star Wars was so groundbreaking. Oh, because and it, it won an Oscar it, for visual effects. It looks probably effects. fucking great. Yeah, in there. because the people were they, like, "What?" Yeah, they yeah. were like, "Holy shit, they could do this now!" Yeah, and that was the example. And even back in the prequels, uh, with digital technology, Star Wars was one of the first movies. If you see other movies from two thousand two and two thousand five, like they look pretty shit. They look bad. Like I was, we were just talking about this the other day. Great example is the yeah. two or three iterations they made of the Incredible Hulk. Oh, there's like dude. one in 1990. There's like one after the Dream. after the first <laughs> after the first Star Wars where they had that basic CGI, uh-huh. but was worlds better than this Hulk movie. Like they just painted a big dude green. Yeah, he wasn't. He was just a regular dude, and they painted him green. Yeah, my dad actually, hair. my dad met that guy, Lou Ferrigno. Lou Ferrigno, yeah, and that's him. He was he met he went on to like the TV set as a kid uh, Mm because my grandfather worked on it. Okay, and he met Luke Ferrigno dressed up as the Hulk, and he was like, "I met the." And it's crazy. Yeah, ever since that he's been a Hulk. But like you know, like you're saying, like early CGI, like maybe Star Wars can do it, but that's probably what the budget permitted. Yeah, but they were the Marvel was even big like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but like Star Wars, the prequel series, that was like the leading in the digital and the green screen technology. Yes, and now. The sequel trilogy, even though it was kind of shitty plot-wise, visually it was stunning. Visually, yeah, it was really good. Everything looks really real, but that's why, like, I was like, I'm saying, like, oh, I fucking love Mandalorian because mm-hmm. it had a great oh, yeah, plot and Mandalorian line, now and it looks ahead of it looks exactly yeah. like the movies. I don't know how they're doing. I mean, I guess I do. Like, you know, Mickey Mouse is a conglomerate. You know, he's, <laughs> Disney's huge. Yeah, and they, they have they got the endless of the amounts of money. Shit. Yeah, so maybe that you know, it's so probably cheap at them for this point to computerize graphics that. Mm-hmm. That's why the t- these TV yeah. shows are starting to look like movies. Like yeah, same with Wandavision. That shit looked like looked movies. Really yeah. There were some times where Vision looked like really CGI'd, and like it kind of took me out of it. Like it didn't look like Paul Bettany mm-hmm. makeup. It just looked like it CGI'd, and I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. The white, the white version of Vision seemed pretty like looked cgi but i think it was just because literally that's because there was was so pale like comparatively and it's in the shot it was paul bettany versus paul bettany yes so so one of them is cgi they have to do the double shot exactly yes but it's good i'm excited for are you excited for falcon and winter soldier i am especially we just watched um civil war so the ending of that is kind of like them those three like getting close i guess essentially like they're you know Falcons yeah, always that's, that's the foundation. Cap's of the always trying to, you know, save the Winter Soldier and like ends up killing innocent people. Yeah. It's, and, <laughs> and now they're left with each other. Bro, Cap, you, you Cap's hear, an old dude now. You want to hear something funny? <laughs> yeah. I've heard people say they're like, you know, like, and this is, I think this is like definitely like an aspect, and we don't have to get too far into this, but I think it's just so interesting that they go after Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely an aspect of cancel culture, but I've heard people like. All the Marvel movies do is like promote like the military industrial complex or whatever, and I'm like, sometimes I just think that people take things way too seriously. I think so. Well, one, I have heard this thing that uh, if a movie is made, they get a government fund. Oh, they did to make Marvel the, definitely got yeah, that to make too. the yeah. to paint the U.S. government in a good light. 
So that's why you always like see the government as like bad and like a good. But that's ally. and they get money off. Of and that's what's interesting to me because the Marvel movies have always painted like these organizations as corrupt and like the heroes are always going against them and doing something else. Like there's yeah, a like whole, Winter Soldier. There's, yeah, there's Shield, Hydra, Shield is yeah. Nazis. Exactly. Yeah, and all, well, it's that's just you know they paint of... they paint corruption. They paint like power hungry mm-hmm. people. Yeah, I'd say in the beginning, like the first phase. Um, yeah, like Shield, uh, they like Anything? make Shield look badass. The Iron Man movies, the government's trying to get a hold of this technology. Yeah, like exactly. all that. If, if anything, I've only ever seen them paint the bad side of um, the government, and that's not to say that they definitely don't promote like maybe it's military propaganda in the way that they always they're always like showing there's military everywhere in the movies, mm-hmm. and they're always showing like this high, these high tech weapons, like all that type of thing, and I guess that gets people like. Someone also people who want to join like the army real- excited to do it. Isn't but... that kind of realistic though? Like if let's say yeah, there were super powered people today, the government would be dealing with that all the time. Yeah, like, military would be for sent. sure. So it's kind of realistic anyway. Oh yeah, I mean it's it, absolutely, and I think that like part of I don't know, I think part of the value. I, I don't know how you don't see this watching those movies, but part of the value in that is like. You see the heroes doing what they know is right and, mm-hmm. like, what ends up being right instead of always listening to the government or, like, you know, letting that body yeah, di- what's dictate right. what is lawful. Yeah, when really, mm-hmm. like, that's, you know, man's law really yeah. is not. And that's the, really what It's not the highest about. form of law. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, like, I don't know. I don't know how you could look over that fact and then jump to the conclusion, like, this is all military propaganda. I think it's just some people really really dislike action movies i I think people try to i think a lot of people are also looking to try like looking at something to get mad at so they'll they'll just try to nitpick twitter fingers twitter fingers people love that shit and like i I saw this one statistic like only 13 percent of the american population uses twitter so if you see something on twitter that's so outlandish that like probably is was tweeted or maybe interacted with by like 0.5% 0.5% of the Twitter population. What? That's less than 1%. Of, yeah, that's less exactly. than 0. And dude, like those 0. people are also of like America. most weird people. Like they're like super like the Twitter social justice Subs. people. That means they have like 10 hours available just to tweet. I just think like I don't, I don't have that know. time. Dude. I think that like I think that there's so many things that have been done right and like trying to represent minority groups that need the help um and like groups that that are just marginalized in general or are taken advantage of you know mm-hmm. but like there it gets to a point where yeah like people just want to people want to do it to be a part of the movement like that's always the nature that's the nature of humans like yeah you they want to join the you team. see a movement and you want to be part of it like mm-hmm. that shout out harlow he says that in his song <laughs> <laughs> no but, but really it? like that's that literally is an innate human nature and so like it's dangerous when you see people like nitpicking or like canceling with something that really like doesn't make you think twice and then they they phrase it in a way that makes it seem like you know absurd and like that is like a you know an awful on you know inhuman thing to do immoral thing to do and it's it's not you're like yeah they kind of go too extreme they frame it you know people are great filmmakers quote unquote they frame shit and make it look like it is what it's not and Mm -hmm. it's i'm just like damn like that's you know Cause that takes away from the integrity of the art of like someone's just like trying to tell a story. Like, how do people do comedy still, dude? Like, comedy is in dude, trouble. Comedy's hard. It's in trouble. But that's why you have to be 
uh, you have to be unapologetic. Like mm-hmm. if you're, because that is what is funny. Yeah. If it you're, funny, if you're aware funny. that it's humor and it's really funny, like yeah. you'll laugh at that shit. Like, and I don't. If there's, it's not funny, people won't laugh. I won't say it again. But bro, if it's, if it's funny, I mean, but like that could get to the point where like something really was funny and people don't laugh for like the fear of not laughing. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't walk a line because there is shit that you shouldn't say. There's yeah. shit that's just blatantly not funny. But mm-hmm. if it's a genuinely funny joke, I feel like, like even if it's directed at a group of people, like the best example of this is like South Park, like. No yeah. one's safe, bro. They've made fun no. of every group of people. Yeah, and that, that's also, they treat everyone equally. Equally, but it's just equally <laughs> shitty. And, like, that's how... Everyone's offended. And then. how you know that that's genuinely funny is, like, it garners support from, like, the group. I mean, it garners, like, criticism, too, but it's mostly from, like, yeah. SJW. Like, <laughs> that's... It's, like, the people, I think, I feel like the people that are actually, like, every group that's ever been attacked on there, like, whether it's, it could be white people, black people, like, Hispanics, people with disabilities, you know, like, like anything. Mm-hmm. And any time, like, the joke has genuinely been funny, like, it's garnered, they go after it's garnered support from too. that group. Oh, hell they yeah. They torched, they, like, torched Kanye. <laughs> Kanye okay, but Kanye, like, that was, like, an ordeal for, like, years. Like, Kanye oh, hated South that Park. That was building. Probably still hates South Park, but Kanye's a little different. Kanye doesn't like to be joked about like that. I think he lives a little bit in the literal. I think everything's very serious to him. Very, um, well, that's because he takes himself very seriously. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yes. I, I mean, totally. That's mm-hmm. your spot on with that. But I don't, you know, and he's he's bipolar and, like, as a person who I'm not bipolar, but like is manic, you know, like mm-hmm. as you, you can flip moods very easy. It's just interesting. Like the only way you get by sometimes is by not, I feel like if I took myself seriously all the time, like I would just shut down. Like, I don't know how that would work. I would be in a permanent episode. There's no way. Yeah. I've been a person. I've always overthink like a lot of shit. And when I like would take myself seriously a lot like it would just be a lot of hours just like overthinking moments and shit and like trying to make myself like how i want to look and i didn't want to do that anymore so i just decided to just like not give a fuck and then my humor started 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 to grow because i just started to give less and less of a fuck dude i always used to before i came to college i think i was the biggest overthinker in my lifetime You'll regret it because, like, you'll have opportunities to do things that you really want to do, yeah. and like, are just so and you, you just present yourself, and you just think about it too long, and fate's a timid mistress, and then you miss your chance. Mm-hmm. Um, can't do that, but you're totally right. Like, same when you just let go and you have fun and you don't take yourself so seriously, and you don't overthink shit so much, your creativity is oh, through, the through the roof. Yeah, and yeah. it's that's really like I think that's what all most all creatives have in common. Sometimes. And, like, that's, I guess that's unfair to Kanye, then, to be like, oh, he takes himself so seriously all the time. Because he definitely doesn't. No, he jokes around. Like, well, I th- I think like he, listen, I love Kanye. I think he jokes around and has fun. I just don't, I think that, I think that he takes himself, like, very seriously in the public eye. And I guess that's probably hard not to do when, like, everyone knows what your life is mm-hmm. like. Like, yeah. you don't really have a private life. And, and also, that, his life has escalated so quickly. Huge. I mean, and just like marrying Kim Kardashian, mm-hmm. being one of the probably one of the greatest artists of all time. However, you want to define that: producer, musician, yeah, yeah like anything. Um, it's just yeah, it probably has to be hard being known by like more than fifty percent of the world population. That is crazy. You know, he's doing a good job of it. I think. I, for for somebody who like you know is definitely like has some depressive disorders like he's done a fantastic job like yeah. he's maintained you know 
Because as crazy as thing as he has gone, like trying to run for president and like divorce, like the, his lows are low, yes, but also his highs are very high. Have you seen all the shit that he's been doing for like the homeless? Yeah. And then his fashion, and then the music. What I think is interesting is, you know, like, I don't know how seriously I take like all the running for president and MAGA shit, to be honest. Like, I don't think he's a fan of the Democrats. Um, I that's heard for it sure. was a ploy to try to get people out, uh, out of jail. That's what I. Well, that's what I thought for so long because Kim was like moving on that, but. I just know as a person who, like, you know, suffers with, like, you know, like, mental illness like that, like, Mm -hmm. being in an episode or even being in, like, a downturn or a down spiral, like, you may make some shoddy decisions, but you don't, like, you're, you don't become stupid, you know? You don't forget every value you ever had or anything like that. Like, it doesn't work like that. And so such a 180 flip like that and then to blame it and be like, oh, like, he's going through an episode right now. Like, probably not. Like, Kanye is just a... He's a marketer, and as mm-hmm. fucked up as it is to do it like that, like, really unethical, <laughs> one could say. Like, he, you know, he was trying to do something, and, and low-key, like, it worked. You know, he got quite a few people out of jail. He did. Can't do it for everybody, but, you know. Same reason I, the only, same reason I think that, like, you know, the only reason Lil Wayne and Kodak, like, are, are like, you know, backing through the hell yeah, Trump, like, thank you, like... Oh, well, yeah. If the dude I was, got them out of prison, yeah. Yeah, dude, if the president pardoned me, like, and I'm in jail, no matter what his, like, That's what I'm saying. If you were, is, I would be like, If yeah. you were black and, like, facing, like, institutionalization and, uh-huh. like, repeated, repeated, like, systematic yeah. racism, like, offenses, whatever it be, uh-huh. you're going to be on parole and get yeah. caught with weed, and you're in for another 20. And, like, True. you know, anything. You got to, like, people have guns. Like, oh, that's a felony. No, when I that's heard Wayne was going back to offense. prison for uh, another gun charge, because he already was he in, been fucked, in the beginning dude. of his career. He was going back for another 10 years. I was like, Fuck. And they never let you out for good. It's not like you're white. Like, you'll get out on good behavior, half your sentence. Like, mm-hmm. Bob, they, bro, yeah, Bobby like, didn't do shit around. in prison and couldn't get out a lick early. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. Like, fuck it. Like, they extended his time. I would I probably would have thanked Trump too, and I fucking hate Trump. I'm not a fan. Yeah, so like, you know, I just think politics is so fucked up. Politics is funny. It's the worst, dude. That's why I like. I look at people. I respect some people who really do want to make a difference when they go into poli sci. But some people go into poli sci and they're just such bots. I'm like, I can. You're meant to be a politician. Mm-hmm. You're a fucking bot. I went one time. I was visiting uh, my friend who's in a Washington D.C college mm-hmm. and everyone there is just poli sci major yes and i'm just like sitting there just like in the cafeteria and i'm looking around at everyone and i'm like holy shit like i can already tell <laughs> who's, going who's on a republican here. Yeah. who's a democrat i can like and this just, is just gonna be capitol hill and like that's what i'm saying and when i say by programs it's like what the, what's been set up for us like mm-hmm. two-party system and like that bullshit like people uh-huh. it's so black and white like you were saying uh-huh, it is and people think it's so right they're like no like you're, you have to do this. You have to be a liberal. You have to be a Democrat. You have to be a conservative. Like, yeah. oh my gosh. It's, people just aren't, like, they aren't. And both sides are becoming so, what would you call so similar. They aren't free thinkers. Like, oh, no. People, no, people would just it's rather be told mentality. what to do. Yeah. Like, it's so much easier to be told what to do. Mm-hmm. But that's why it's fun to, like, sit down, like, you and me, like, value, like, you know. Yeah, share ideas. Conversation. Just, yeah. yeah, digress. In discussion, yeah, exactly. This and is what the Greeks wanted in the first place. <laughs> yeah, low-key, like, it sucked in high school, and it definitely sucked, like, coming into college and having that initial workload, but, like, 
I think doing advanced classes throughout my life, I'm just thankful now because like it makes everything else so much more fun and accessible. Like conversation's so accessible to me. Yeah, I feel like having an education, it makes learning. Once you like are able to make learning fun, you can learn what you want. What you want, and that's the fun shit. Yeah, Yeah. you're like, all right, I'm gonna go learn this. Like I'm looking at this. I just learned. I wanted to pick a talent for the week for the podcast and like report about it, and Mm -hmm. I chose wire bending. Like did a little art. Yeah. Like I took, uh, I had a wire coat hanger, so I unbent it and then rebent it into, into an RSP for a Rolling Stoner podcast. Oh, that's lit. And then I got like seventy-five feet of copper from an art supply store. There's an art supply store like a block away from us. Legit. Yeah. Like, I just got seventy-five feet of copper wire, cut it all into a bunch of pieces, just made a tree. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, yeah, like, that shit's so fun, too. I forget. My mom was, um, I think that maybe I get my artistic or creative talent from her. I don't know, because, like, I, obviously, I can't talk to my dad anymore, mm-hmm. but he he had really good taste in music and shit, so maybe I get some of that from him, but my mom was a fantastic painter, and, like, we have pictures and paintings from her yeah. around our house. She was always very artistic, always very creative, but I, like, forget how much sometimes that I enjoy that, like, physical art, too. Mm-hmm. Not just, like, verbal or, like, you know. Yeah, like, just, like, making something. With, there's something with just making something with Making something hands. physical. Yeah, like, right, yeah, I guess three-dimensional in this case. Exactly. Not, you know, you're bringing it yeah, out of the sculpting. platform. Like, cause yeah. you can make a picture on Illustrator on your computer, but, like, you know, mm-hmm. making a sculpture. Yeah, there's something. When it, when it comes out into real life like that is really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have, uh, there's a lot of, like, Roland artists. Like, my uncle, uh. Tyler, he's up in New York. He is like the administrator of an art department in a New York college. Oh, uh, he used awesome. to teach art at Harvard, and like he's always been doing like projects and like little. Like he had this one project where he dressed up time. like a zebra for a year, not in like a zebra costume, but like, but, like everything yes. was black and white. He had like these really cool zebra print boots. He had super cur- He has curly hair, yeah. so he like had a mane for like a year. That's cool. It was so funny. It's funny too, cause like yeah, it's I mean that was a statement of some mm-hmm. kind. Yeah, yeah like, it was always like a, a message like behind year project. Yeah. yeah, and it's so that sometimes that's what's so interesting, and I think that's why people sometimes like to discount art is because they don't get it. But like yeah, and those people are very just like it's. But it's not even you know I'm not even criticizing those people because it can sometimes shit can get so abstract that yeah you like, don't get it. But like that's the beauty of it. Just like there's no strict meaning to one thing like mm-hmm. it's all interpret it interpret it the way you want to and that's yeah. like what art is because you can't look at an equation and plug in numbers and interpret it more than one way like no, it's going it's to give important. you yeah and that's i think that's you know that's where we find that divide like i said between the analytical and like the creative mm-hmm. is some people don't like to like limit themselves down to that like one truth or one option all the time and i think that that is like what's cool i think that's what's cool you know bringing abstraction in a world where we're constantly trying to find what the truth is like what is the answer that's a good way of putting it you know i like that it frees it frees you a little bit you learn to live because you know that's what life yeah you learn to appreciate at least what our life is like Mm -hmm. our life is like we're gonna be here on earth like we're gonna you know like we're gonna live out our life and like the next generation is gonna be faced with probably a fuck ton more problems than we created like that's or are trying to solve and we might as well enjoy the ride while it lasts (laughs) that's it like you know like yeah like you hope for the future and do good for the generations because you want Mm -hmm. them to last like i hope humanity lasts
badass. Humanity's really, really oh, cool yeah. in many, many ways, but we have improvements to make, and, like, that's what our time yeah. here is yeah, for. Yeah, with this last year happening and, like, all the shit that's just, like, kind of been escalating, mm-hmm. um, I really, I've learned how much I've actually loved humanity, and I'm, like, kind of rooting for us, because we're all, like, one giant team, no matter... That's what I'm saying. I'm rooting for us, too. And then, like, that's why, like, it should... In the our, big picture of things. In the know? big picture, like, we need, first, before we do anything, we need to learn to stop fighting each other. Exactly. Because we're also, like, fighting all these infinite external forces, too. Mm-hmm. So how are you going to be, like, tearing the house down from the inside? Exactly. I don't, wanna, I don't want us to, like, be our own downfall, you know? Cause, like, that's it's funny, what, though, like, it if we be. have a downfall, like, we probably will be our own downfall. Yeah, we could. And in that case, I'm pretty confident I could survive in a post-apocalyptic world. Yeah. Um, but, like, you know, you get to a point where, like, a species could just be, like, functionally extinct. Like, if if only 100,000 people were left on the world after, like, a mass extinction event, or even, like, maybe a little more, like, you're going to try to repopulate, sure, but, like, at that point, the population's so small and the damage to society is probably so great that, like... Well, actually, You're functionally, I ex- you are functionally extinct. But. I heard that there was an extinction level event like millions of years ago. I there was learned about it in geography. And almost all, all the humans died. Almost yeah. all humans died, but they didn't. It was like I think seven percent survived or something. It was like a crazy, crazy amount of people that survived and like built humanity. Back yeah, up. well, and it was the so small. It. it was this small gene pool yeah. too, which is why they say but that's why we're all a little bit more similar. That's why we're similar yeah. than other species. Like yeah. we don't have subspecies. That's yeah. not that no. doesn't exist. Yeah, which is interesting because I mean, outside of us, we definitely also like just competitively like pushed out other mm-hmm. whatever they are hominids. You know, like Neanderthals and shit like that. Like that would be, I guess, a subspecies of yeah, Homo. Yeah, I was also learning about. Yeah, we uh, there was like a period of time where Homo sapien was yeah. like going against like other Homo species. Yeah, there was like midget ones, and then there was like giant sloth people and shit. Like Literally, that. yes, no, we and then killing them. Yeah, and then we ended up probably prevailing, but our gene pool probably was between mixing with probably like Neanderthals and shit was more varied, and then a lot of them died. And humans were the ones that were left, and that's yeah. why and that's we've been given here. a couple, maybe a couple hundred thousand years, but that's been not nearly enough to differentiate our, our DNA like that. There's a couple of theories on like the future of humanity, like what we're gonna evolve into next. Some people think, uh, just like with interracial, um, like interracial relationships have been like increasing so much. That, like, over time, if it keeps on going at this rate and exponentially grows, that eventually just all humans are going to look, like, super tan. Well, I think eventually all humans will will look somewhere between dark and light, like, you know, maybe a little more melanin on average, but I think that... I think you're right. I think that there's there's so much intermingling between mm-hmm. different races now and just different, even slightly different genetics. Everyone around the world is connected. That's not how it works for species. For for evolution to occur, you have to be in a, like in an isolated yeah, environment. That's why that's why Darwin went to the Galapagos yeah. to observe because that's isolated. Like mm-hmm. the birds stay on the stay on one island versus going to the one 50 kilometers that way or whatever. Yeah. You know, you can observe it really well. So if we're all intermingling and our DNA is intermingling, then I don't see I don't see us evolving into mm-hmm. like or I don't see a different group evolving. I see us staying Homo sapiens, and maybe we evolve as a species, but like that will take that will take so many millions of years that at that point, like we will just be ha- we'll we'll just have been like a race that progressed. Yeah, if that makes sense. And I think the other factor that we'd have to talk about is like evolving over time is the. Uh, species evolve to the environment that they live in 
Exactly. So we all yeah, have yeah, to yeah. talk about what environment would humanity be living in, like in the future, like millions of years. You want to get this? That job? Yeah. How, how? What's the percentage? I put more grain than tobacco in there. Yes, I did. I did. Okay. All right. I think it's small pieces. So. I didn't know. I just you know I had to get one then. Oh no no get one. I I know like Judge shops. It's just they're bad though. I gotta stop. I know that. It's For all the people on the podcast, you can hear that. Gotta stop. <laughs> um, I always take small pills because one time Nick uh, Nick Siraki act like gave me a teagle and I thought it was green because oh, the room was dark, so I out. completely taken it. And I was already drunk in the like in the beginning. Oh, he just like turned around, like turns back around, sees me, and I'm just on the ground, like seizing out because I'm just completely buzzed out of my mind. Like spins, yeah, Yeah. terrible. Oh, so ever since then, I'm not the biggest fan of chops. Oh, totally, totally, totally. But usually, if I'm fucked, I can't do it when I'm drunk like that. Nah, I mean, like I just it fucks you up because it gets you more drunk too. I it's a bad habit because I don't have a vape, so Mm. you know, like I got shout out Jewel. Um, got me addicted to nicotine in high school. Terrible. I think a lot of kids share that same story, hopefully. I know. I gave my neighbor a nicotine addiction. Yeah, so like, dude, it's We just, were just carpool buddies. It's just same same story, different generation. So now yeah. it's that. And now, like, you know, I don't have a vape anymore, so I definitely don't hit yeah, it. Yeah, I got... I, hit, I quit it. I don't hate it as much, but, mm-hmm. like, I hit a chop every once in a while now. And that's yeah, just... And that's just the same nicotine buzz. Yeah, that's just straight tobacco. And I'm like, damn, what am I doing? Like, yeah. I'm just switching in something for something else. It's not, you know, and so like that's what you go cold completely turkey. The only problem is like with a chop, you begin to associate weed with nicotine. Mm. Your brain gets in that mode. So when you hit like a bowl or you're going to hit a bowl, you're like, ah, I want some nicotine with this. It makes it a little bit harder to kick because I'm not going to stop smoking weed. Shout out weed, 420, we love you. <laughs> and um, I'm always going to be uh, smoking weed. Yeah, I just don't know, you know, like it's definitely that brings out. I can't wait to be like the, the suburban dad. Smoking like just a blunt on the porch. Well, like yeah, like I can't. I don't think I could live like a sedentary life and smoke weed. That would make me depressed. But like being active during the day and then coming back, whether it's like just going and like I don't know, like playing soccer, or, like oh yeah, ball like or I'd die. Be active and stuff. Yeah, and like you know, jumping around, being physical, getting mm-hmm. those endorphins going, and then coming back and smoking like is the most therapeutic thing to me. My brain like was so happy afterwards. Yeah. yeah what I would do was. After I'd work at Amazon, ten hour shift, mm-hmm. and then afterwards I'd roll a joint. That's a good one too, yeah. And it was just a perfect way to just decompress, think about some shit. I come up with a lot of material mm-hmm. um, in those like those hours. No, and there's yeah for sure. I think that um, back to what we were talking about, the recording, the freestyle a little bit, just for a second, because I think that a lot of people find like that same piece, especially if they don't do any, you know, if they don't do any like medical i guess medicine any weed or anything like that um weed really only you shouldn't medicate with anything else but uh we if they don't smoke weed you know you can meditate and like being able to have a single flow of thoughts and like eat think about each and every one of them as they go through your head independently and not have all that scatter shit is really like really good for you really is they don't lie about that meditation's cool but that's why like, that's what I feel like when I'm, like, freestyling or when we're making music. Like, mm-hmm. I had such a one-track mind, and I'm so, like, set in focus like that, that it is, it is like, you know, therapeutic and meditative. 
in a way. I'm just not I'm not sitting there in silence and like shutting out absolutely everything around me. Isn't well, have you ever seen the Have you seen the Pixar movie Soul? Yeah, we just yeah. actually just watched that when it came out because yeah, I wanted to see it. Yeah. So like everyone has like their own like zones, and it's like it's the one thing that they like they themselves are doing that it's like kind of just oh yeah them. when they go into that so like for realm, you to be freestyling yeah. for me sometimes it's podcasting when I'm just like into people or if I'm just like really high and just talking to myself I'm in the zone mm-hmm. I'm in that I, I feel like in the future when I'm on the stage that'll be when I'm in the zone and I can just creatively talk and flow and be myself and express myself in this perfect outlet um, everyone has that and it's their own meditation you know not just like getting on your knees and like uh reciting a chance yeah you know? oh yes totally i mean like there, there's no spirituality in that spirituality is in what you enjoy it's the good in life so, and i think yeah i yeah. think that like i don't think that anyone's really built like that i think that sometimes fear pushes people into doing like what you're mentioning like mm-hmm. eat, like you know sitting down like chanting the same thing over and over I think doing the same thing over and over and not feeling any better, not getting any result, any results is like great. That's yeah. psychosis. Like yeah, exactly. you know, you just keep trying. That, the same that, that thing. is that is insanity. Yeah, right it's there, insanity. You know? Like uh, doing the same thing over and over again and not getting results. Yeah, yeah. getting the same thing. Um, but you know, like I, I, I think that that's why like going to going to synagogue or like going to Shabbat, it, it was like r- always like really because I was with my family and I mm-hmm. love my family and there's special moments that I remember. It's also like, my community too. Yeah, it's community. There's that community feel but like the actual like I, I don't actual prayer and like that aspect never resonated to me. Like yeah. if I were going to talk to like, you know. I'd always eat my food. If I were going friend. to talk to a higher <laughs> power it was always like just me mm. and like myself and I didn't like doing it as a group never just it just never resonated for me because I think everyone's relationship with that higher power is so different so yeah, why would it's I their own specific why would I define mine the way the same way and mm-hmm. with the same activities you know very true yeah that's a good way to put it end it on this yeah end it on this note alright good segment good Welcome what? back to the Rolling Stoners. I'm here with my fucking boy Luke and Jacob, and we're gonna try out vanilla frosting in Gelato 33 in our new weed review, bitch. Let's get lit. What's the name of these again? Vanilla frosting and Gelato 33. What was that one that I saw? Well, what are these? Sativa? Uh, gelato Seven. is most notably like an indica. And I have honestly no idea what the fuck vanilla frosting is. I'm assuming it's an indica too. Just because like the way they look. Like these... Hella like, purple? It's like purple, black, and reflective. Yeah, the leaves are like metallic almost looking. Interesting. Uh, how's it, would you say it's like an earthy here? What's up? I'm gonna look it up. Um, Leafly, have you have you used this app before? Leafly is like of course uh, I love Leafly. Yeah. One of the best like just like databases of weed yeah. information. It's a weed Som- dex, bro. Sometimes it's a weed, weed dex. It is a weed dex. Gelato number thirty three. Because there's there's hell of a lot. Of I got it right here. Are we are we each getting a bong? Is that 
So Gelato yeah. 33 oh, is a hybrid marijuana strain made by crossing Sunset, Sherbert, and Thin Mint G- uh, Girl Scout cookies. Oh, fuck. Girl Scout cookies, bro? That's like Since it's a birth, a number of phenotypes have been released, and all of them are unique. So basically, this is happy is 62%, relaxed is 57 Uplifted is 53, euphoric is 51, and focus. Is, so this is a weed where it's it's going to put you in. It's a hybrid almost. It's a, yeah. Ooh. Almost. Sounds, but like it's, like it's going to, you're, you're definitely feeling it a lot Because like, it seems like it has like peaked emotions. Like, it helps with numbers. stress and anxiety. You love that. Bet. Negative is dry mouth and dry eyes. Yeah, you do. Oh, that. fuck. Oh, well. <laughs> well, it looks like we're not smoking it. You had me until the dry mouth. (laughs) That's the my eyes might get red. Fuck! (laughs) You tell me I'm gonna look high. That's just unprofessional. Yeah, this is a classy industry. Uh What uh, which do you prefer, indica or sativa? I'm more of a sativa guy, to be honest. Honestly, I'm more of a sativa guy. I like indica if I'm like doing. We usually do like freestyle recording videos. Like, yeah, when I want to get high. When I want to get high, you know what I mean? Like yeah. definitely a sativa. But like, if, like if I'm going out, a sativa for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I want to be productive, because it's the head high, so you're just like, yeah, you know, it's all up there. You just ramp. I don't like when my body's. Also, lagging. what's the vanilla frosting? We didn't look that up. Oh, vanilla frosting. The vanilla frosting is the one I'm curious about. I think that's the one I saw in the bag, and that shit was frosty as hell. It held true its name. Yeah, I'm gonna hit that next one. I know this is gonna fucking. Oh, oh, yeah, here we bones. go. Vanilla frosting. <laughs> oh, everything worked out. <laughs> Uh, coming from the humbled seed vanilla frosting is a cross of humble frost OG and humble gelato Ooh. designed to improve upon the various gelato lines from the last few years vanilla frosting takes the sky with a vigorous growth pattern buds grow dense with silvery green flowers that are yeah. accented yeah. by hints of purple that's, that's yeah. what and the cream of smooth <laughs> aroma has notes of vanilla that end with a gassy yeah that one just yeah it's just nitrous that one just looks ridiculous it's happy relaxed creative euphoric and uplifted okay well i love hearing about this shit now i need to enjoy oh yeah now so which one is this it's a mix of both oh yeah so you're you're not gonna know the difference Uh, so it's a little salad a little salad Real smooth. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it tastes like I'm eating a salad. Yeah, I like that. Like it's not as aggressive as I thought it was gonna be. No, it's not too bad at all. <coughs> it's kind of like like my entire palate is just like overcome by like, you know, like when you you know like um those cartoons where. Like, he opens his mouth and, like, you tell, like, the funk's going out of it. Yeah. Like, that's what it feels smoking this shit. I, I could see that. I like how it, like, it doesn't, like, taste too bad. <laughs> like, no, some, some smoke, like, you're just like, oh, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. But, like, that's, like, kind of, like, mid-bottom shelf type shit. But this is definitely higher quality. I can, I can, t- you, like, you just feel high. You don't kind of has, to, like, like, a fruity time, almost. Yeah. Little- Dude, there's this one, there's this one strain forget i think it was called fruity pebbles but just it tasted exactly like uh, yeah one sec use the lighter 
I felt that like almost immediately. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, it hit like right in my face, like right in between my eyes. That one Holy just kind shit. of put me there. Wow. Yeah, this one you're good. Use a lighter, man. I need to use it. Yeah. This on top of the edible, I'm going to have a high ass fucking. Time. Oh, you're gonna be. I'm going to be very high very soon. Hell yeah. No, this I really am enjoying that. Yeah, I'm definitely high. <laughs> like it's. It's creeping up. It's creeping up. What munchies have you guys recently been like eating? I'm, I'm I've been liking the sour foods more now. <coughs> munchies. More towards there. Yeah, like sour patch kids. Um, gummy worms. Pop chips. The white cheddar pop chips. That's been one of my favorites. But um, <laughs> one of mine for a long time has been um, out. <laughs> the sour patch watermelons. Yeah. The sour patch always, watermelons are fucking amazing. Those, yeah. They're just gas. Sour Patch Watermelon's good. Alright, well, for this third segment of the episode, we're going to be talking about debate, um, three sides of a coin, and the two sides of this coin, this debate, is DC and Marvel, <coughs> and Marvel Comics. Um, we're gonna, but they have a lot of, lot of different stories <coughs> and like, ways of telling their stories. You can't just compare like just the comic books, so we're going to be doing all of it. So first, we're going to talk about the characters, which one has either better characters, or which characters you like, or which ones you find similar, and then we're going to talk about the movies and TV shows that each companies have created, and then like games <coughs> and cartoons and other stuff, and then like which which one has the best of all of that. Sounds but, good. All right. So first, I'm going to start off by saying I like DC more than Marvel. <laughs> they were the first ones in the game. Uh, yeah, and a lot of like the, been the OGs. A lot of the Marvel characters are also like, you know, offshoots of DC characters. Yeah. Like how you have, you know, uh, Thanos with Darkseid, Deadpool yeah. with Deadshot. Oh, yeah, Deadpool is also Deathstroke, too. And Deadshot, um, but then you also have like Green Arrow and Hawkeye, and then even the Avengers were copied off of the Justice. League. Like, look at Black yeah. Canary, Black Canary, mm-hmm. Black Widow. Like they they play off each other. Hell yeah. yeah. Now the one thing in the character wise, DC's Superman DC's characters, I feel like are very overpowered. Oh yeah, like, no, no, everybody in yeah, DC like they 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 attribute yeah. them to like new gods. Like they push it a lot more in DC and Marvel. Like the term, like you know new gods and yeah. uh they even do have like a, a set of characters called the new gods yes literally mm-hmm. and uh you have um dark side and apocalypse like he's literally like yeah the god yeah and um how they even established the greek pantheon and the dc universe as well and you know like kind of like them giving the torch in a way to the justice league yeah you the saw justice how league, like, these the... characters are have become like a modern day new pantheon yeah, like in the New Fifty Two, uh, the line of when they were going against Darkseid and Darkseid Wars was literally like all of them just becoming gods. Like Batman when he got the Mobius chair, Superman when he fell yeah. into the fires of Apocalypse. Yeah, DC's even leaning into it now. Like mm-hmm. especially like it, even in Injustice, the video game, they call it Gods Among Us. Yep. So, but the uh, on the flip side, you see Marvel. They've actually honed in on the game where they're the human, ca- yeah, the human they're aspects. More, yeah, they're yeah. more human. The characters are a lot more relatable. You s- it's much more easier to see their flaws. That's yeah. why, in a cinematic sense, Marvel always be better in DC. Because, in, in a way lesser of kind of like an analogy for them, it's kind of like... It can reach D- more uh, audience. DC is Dragon Ball and Marvel's Naruto. 
Okay. In a way, because like you know, you have like the backstory and a lot more character development and depth in Naruto. However, DC's more known for their fights. Kind of yeah, like Dragon yeah, Ball's it's just like OP fights. characters. Yeah, going just, yeah just like gods and shit. Yeah. And that's why you can even see how that's evident in like the MCU versus what DC's doing now with their movies. The MCU is a lot intricate. There's a lot of characters. Yeah, everything um, ties into one another. Tied together. It's a, it's very there's personal stories. While the DC like Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman, and then Zack Snyder's Justice League is really just all these overpowered characters just wrecking shit, and like it's good versus evil. It's an epic story that you tell that's like up there with like Zeus and the Odyssey. Yeah, it's a modern day version of that. It's their chronicles, man. It's chronicles. I mean, I've like I've never really been like too deep into comics and stuff of like DC or Marvel. So you're the layman. Yeah, so I'm kind of just like I like the shows and I like the movies type guy, mm. and I I usually keep pretty up to date them. But for that reason, like I really like Marvel a lot, just because like everything they come out is just is super great. I mean, like mm. I don't know, DC movies are kind of kind of mid. Not gonna lie. No, yeah. absolutely. I like, I despise most mid. DC movies. But overall, Dark Knight. Is one of the best. Yeah, Dark Knight is probably the best. Stand Did you guys like Batman versus Superman? Comic book no, I lo- I enjoy Batman. Versus I Superman. I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty lit. I didn't like like. And I ending. think I think when Justice yeah, League like, comes the out, Doomsday, you, like I don't understand what the point of Doomsday was in that movie. Because like you know, we well, needed someone whenever, to kill Superman. But like whenever yeah. Doomsday is like a a villain, it's kind of like he's he's there while like the Justice League is you know the thing. And he's kind of like, you know, the one that stands above all and the one that, you know, inevitably kills Superman. It felt like in the storyline, you know, where it's just, you know, Batman versus Superman, it shouldn't have ended with, you know, a third party being Doomsday. Well, they had to be, like, in all, like, comic book, like, movies and stuff, like, the heroes have to unite. Like, every, every, whenever two heroes meet in a comic book movie, they fight for the first bit, and then... Uh, uh, and then they have to settle their differences and come together and fight the third, like, you know, the enemy, yeah. the enemy, yeah. my friend, common enemy, that. The hero's journey. Yeah, but I'm just thinking, like, yeah. enough of that. Like, you know how in um, Justice League, uh, the the animated one, the, mm-hmm. like, the New 52 universe of the Justice League, where Darkseid came <coughs> in and, you know, it's the same thing. Like, they first interacted, they beefed, they fought, you know, Green Lantern, Batman, fought Superman. Yeah. And it ended with like the the oh no moment was instead of you know Superman getting killed by Doomsday, which was like you know what the fuck, and that was established in later movies where it should have been. Mm-hmm. He was just you know blasted by the Omega beams and sent to Apocalypse. Yeah, like that's just a much better like you know smooth transition than like oh Doomsday came out of nowhere. He has no ties to Dark Side. Like he he literally like. Well, yeah, because Doomsday. Doomsday was a creation was of Lex Luthor mixed with General Zod, so it was connecting those two villains together. It wasn't. It wasn't a thing that uh, Darkseid did, like how it is well, in the true. animated movie. Yeah. Now, who, do you, who do you think would win in a fight, the Justice League or the Avengers? The Justice League. Justice League. I also think the Justice League. Probably the Justice League. Well, that's also tough. Cause yeah, dude, I would say the because like, yeah. mm, but well, cause Superman, you, Superman could take the whole. I'm not, I'm not worried about like those heavy hitters, cause I know that like you know, Bron, Bron, sorry, Bron versus Bron, DC will always be stronger. I'm thinking mostly just the magical characters. I'm talking like Doctor Strange and Scarlet Witch, because they really present a problem. Like, yo, who yeah, could true. really stop them? 
like uh, fucking John Zatanna. Constantine. Okay, Constantine, Zatanna, Doctor and Doctor Fate. Fate. Yeah. Those are those are three heavy hitters. They are heavy hitters, and, but, and they're, you got but they're not Nexus beings. <laughs> they're not. So Nexus yeah, that's only beings. Scarlet Witch. That's what I'm saying though. Like, like she's like she, like she fucking. Doctor Fate is the Lord bro. of Order. Okay, but she's the Scarlet Witch. She is kind of OP. She is. Like she could easily beat Thanos. Like easily beat Thanos. Now, like now, like, of course, like yeah, she could easily beat Thanos. She's yeah, she evil, could do it she's now. Easily on the, she's on the yeah. caliber of the Reality Stone, mm-hmm. and the Reality Stone is like the strongest Infinity Stone. You know, it's a five. I, I don't know. Yes, it is. Whoa, whoa, the whoa. Strongest, whoa. Yes, the strongest. Yes, I would not Infinity say reality. Stone. I'd say probably time. The time stone? Yeah. No, no. Because time influences reality just as much as... But there could be multiple realities, nigga. Like, she literally... Multiple she influenced time. time in a way where she created the hex. And then she also, like, you know, just controlled the time within the hex according to her show. Like, she essentially made the world to her... She created GTA, nigga. She created a server. I'm not gonna lie, I'd say time. I'd say time would probably be stronger. Yeah, but like, look at what but you with can her do power with time. being equal to the reality. Doctor stone. Strange has oh, done no. so much. But with her time. power time, being equal to the reality much. stone, she literally fucking made time a figment of her reality, bro. She controlled that shit. No, she just controlled the perception of it in real time. It was always okay, okay, like okay. present day. But because of her her control of reality, it just made it seem like it was the sixties. As it, like that's why it made it like it was her powers. It was a, it was all an illusion. They even show you that in the second episode when they're like, doing the magic show. I mean, like in that sense, you could say like the time zone is like the most powerful one, just because like you know you could always just go back or something. Exactly, it's yeah. the most influential. I still say reality. I think time zone stronger. I think reality zone is still like pretty fucking strong, and mm-hmm. that with. The Scarlet Witch. Yeah. And apparently, apparently in the comic book, like, canon, the Soul Stone is the most powerful. Really? Yeah, because it's, like, the stone that, like, influences all the other stones and, like, has to do with, like, the... It's because it's the Soul Stone. It has to do with, like, the inner cosmic, like, force that is in everything. Oh, yeah. So it's that stone. And, like, I don't know. It's, soul like, OP stone? as fuck. Well, I mean, like, that would make sense because, you know, the soul stone is, like, the only one that requires sacrifice. Exactly. Yeah. However, it's yeah. kind of like it was just never used well. Like, the only time it was used when, you know, uh, Thanos wanted to see which one of the Doctor Stranges was, you know, the real one. Yeah. Well, there's, like, there's theories that in order, so Thanos needs to collect all of the Infinity Stones in order to snap away half of, uh, half of everything. Yeah. And in order to do that, like, all the stones were used to, like yeah. the space like everyone out there the time to do yeah. yada 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 uh so the theory is that the soul stone is what contains everyone's souls uh, during those five years oh that oh. makes yeah that makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. huh. well not necessarily well not necessarily that but just gonna be like how we Snap everybody away. Like he used the soul stone to, you know, sense every living being in the multiverse. Yeah. So well, the soul the stone, like life, basically. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. That's what it represents. Yeah. And because like he literally killed the mind life. stone. That's yeah. like yeah. damn. The mind <laughs> damn, stone is like sick. the consciousness, which is different from life. Yeah. Yeah. That's dope. 
cool. They're both they're both companies have created incredible worlds and like ways of storytelling. I mean, that's also well, you know, they, like Dark Side is so much stronger. Than it was just like during the Big Bang. Yeah. They were just created. And they were just in existence. That's kind of cool. Yeah. It's hard to find them. And then in the comics, even further, like each, uh, each universe has its own set of Infinity Stones, but you can only use the Infinity Stones in that universe. So if you take the Infinity Gauntlet and go into like the the Ultimate Universe or something like that, mm-hmm. you can't use the Infinity Gauntlet in that universe. It's oh, just it's cool. just a piece of it. so like, um, you know how Perfectly like in balanced. Thor there's another Infinity Gauntlet. Be. Yeah. in the chamber like in Ragnarok mm-hmm. it was like mm-hmm. fake and pushed it there's a theory that that's those are Infinity Stones for another alternate reality damn it's all connected it's all yeah. circles man or it's all <laughs> just a bunch of nerdy people thinking having way too much time on their hands and just talking about shit true there's a biggest balance like Cam said yeah alright so I think Marvel wins in movies because the yeah, MCU I mean, is so interconnected. There, there's no DC fucking debate. Barely able to yeah. there, there's no fucking debate. Like it's not even fair judging the movies because the DC universe hasn't even developed anywhere near the. But what would you? What is your favorite comic book like movie of all like of all time? Comic book movie? Yeah. So we're we talking like you know a real life movie. Yeah, just like any comic book movie. Oh, it word. could it could be MCU. It could yeah. be okay. MCU. Like hmm. I'm just curious because I would have word. to say mine is the Dark Knight. Well, if we're talking in comedic sense, I'm gonna say Ragnarok. If we're talking like you know, a really nice movie. Honestly, I'm I'm really stuck between Infinity War and Endgame because I mean you could point to the standalone movies. But like in the end, when it you know kind of was like mm-hmm. almost really fan, it was fan servicey. Oh, but especially in Infinity such War, service, but I loved every second. But of especially it. in Infinity War, where it's like it's Thanos's story. Oh, like he's that's the main that's Thanos's movie. Like yeah. like, it was just amazing watching a movie where the villain was gonna yeah. win at the end of the day, and you know he was because like what if Thor aimed for the head, killed the nigga, what it would have been a Thor movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, he only has like 15 minutes in the Infinity Yeah, exactly. So, like, you know, they established him. He established his motives. He said why he wanted to do his shit. He explained it. He defended it against people that, well, you know, were crazy. Sorry, not crazy, but called him crazy mm. for his radical shit. And, yeah, he persevered. And he won because at the end of the day, he wanted it the most. Like, What's your favorite comic book movie? Alright. I really liked Endgame. I really liked Endgame a lot. Endgame's amazing. But, I also like Black Panther and I also like Dark Knight. Those are like all up there. I can't really decide between all of those. But those are good top three definitely. Yeah. I remember when, when uh, Black Panther came out. It was, that was good. just so was cool. Good that was I like, watched that shit like five times. Yeah, I know. Black Panther really just like changed history a little bit. Yeah. All black cast just doing that. And just being a fire ass movie. I hope Black Panther 2 is good. Like, I hope they pulled off. Bro, I was hearing that they're going to bring the stones into that. The stones? Yeah. And then the stones are going to make Michael B. Jordan like the new Black Panther. Like, they're going to like 
Ex- basically explain Michael B. Jordan. I kind of wanted that Shuri, the sister, becomes No, that's another kid. one. That's what I want to happen. Because that happens in the comics. Mm-hmm. So, like, it'd, it'd be the... That's, like, the one that makes the most sense. Yeah. Because you're like, alright, like... But it's kind of like almost like a two And that's also, thing. like, pretty progressive. But, oh, it's not a too soon thing, because it's five years later, and we haven't seen Shuri. Yeah, oh, technically. Oh, was she snapped? No, 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 she wasn't snapped. She was snapped. Wait, she was snapped? She was snapped. Damn it. But she comes back, and then... So she's the same age. They have to kill Black Panther off off-screen, though. That's the thing. I don't know how they're going to do that. Give him cancer. <laughs> <laughs> they shouldn't do that. Yeah, that might be a little too on the nose. I think it's either gonna be the sister or, um, I mean, uh, if they made it Michael B. Jordan, Killmonger. And if it was, I feel like, like Michael. Multi- I feel like making it Michael B. Jordan takes away the uh, from the death of Killmonger. I think. You're right. Maybe that is true. Like, just find another actor. But they said they aren't recasting him. I mean, it's like retiring a jersey. It's like you can't. Yeah, really... they're like retiring the role of Killmonger, of Black Panther, of T'Challa. since Black Panther is a role that can be passed down, like no, someone was, else will. Like, I feel like Black Panther two will either Panther. be like the sister taking over, or yeah, it's going to be Killmonger that. like the story. Maybe like I don't know. Well, Killmonger's dead. What about no, the multiverse shit? With the multiverse shit, though, we never thought about that aspect. True. Like, you know, they're never gonna, like, you know, throw uh, Iron Man back in the universe, but I feel like maybe this will be a way for them to throw, like, you know, like, there's gonna be, hopefully, another Quicksilver. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah, we're hoping for, like, you know, when the Fox. I saw saw one. But that was such a big troll in fucking WandaVision, bro. Of course. They should have made it the fucking multiverse. Why did they make it Agnes just gave him super speed? Oh. I was confused with that shit, bro. So like, was he the Quicksilver or was he? No, no. He was just he was a regular nigga named Ralph Boner that just had superpowers. No, he just had. He was a dude that lived in the house. He wasn't her husband. She just stumbled upon the axe because you know she sensed Wanda's energy, and then she was like, "I word, I'm gonna set. uh, I'm gonna set up shop. I'm gonna set up shop in this house." Yeah. I'm gonna mind oh, control shit. this Scarlet nigga, give him super speed. Might and as well take her ta-da. kids hostage. <laughs> Facts. Like, there's somebody that's vastly more overpowered than me. Damn, now I'm So, a like, I'm gonna trick her, pull some rapey baby shit with her kids, and then in some miracle, beat her in a fight. And of course, she lost. Yeah. And now the kids are gonna die. I don't know, the kids have... They're already dead. Well, technically, they're... they're in hell right now. Technically, they're in the multiverse. Or they could be burning in hell. Well, in the comics, they're actually parts of uh, Mephesto's soul. And Mephesto's, like, pretty much the devil. And so, uh, when they were, like, became uncreated, uh, after Wanda, like, realized that, like, she created, like, demon hell spawn children, and she had to, like, return them, um, they were just, like, burning in hell. So I think they're gonna adopt that story to like kind of sweeten it up a little bit and like just get her just trapped in hell. Alright, facts. Mm. Yeah, that's why like in the end credit scene you hear them screaming. Who is it? Oh, What's up? Oh, hey! What's hey, up? Good. What's going on? I'm so we're for a podcast. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Hey, How you what's doing? going on, guys? Welcome back. What's up? Uh, <laughs> what's up? It's so great to see you. 
We have a special guest. The one and only Isaiah Martinez, Martinez. in the house. <laughs> Wearing a very flamboyant t-shirt. I think I saw that in the last Chinese restaurant. I think that was their curtain. Yeah. I love you, bro. I'm gonna like with some anime, bro. <laughs> yeah. I'm an anime character now. <laughs> I like it. If you were oh one anime goodness. character, what would it be? But I, I want to be Zoro, though. Like that's how. I, Cool. Oh, I'm gonna get three swords, nigga. Oh, three swords. I'm getting three swords. That's tough. I can't wait. I'm getting two katanas when we move into the house. Uh, oh, that's I'm dope. keeping that sword. Uh, <laughs> you already know what I'm about to do. I need to get shirtheads and a staff. Dude, one time. I need a staff, bro. I need my staff. We gotta wait till we're 21 we to fucking pull a staff. We have to be 21 years old to buy a staff, bro. What? I, we went to the mall. Bro, I can yeah. buy a naked team, but I can't hold a staff. <laughs> I can literally get fucked up. Just use a fake. Dude, I'm gonna get a fig just to hold a post. You already have a fig, don't you? No, no we don't have figs. Y'all don't have figs? No. no. Oh. But Garrett's gonna, like Garrett has another <laughs> Incrimination. one. Incrimination. No, it's so funny. Garrett has another fig because he got two. Man, we all don't have figs. Look at that. Really? No, really? Really? No, it's shot. Long lighting citizens. Like this. <laughs> 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 I, 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 I 
I told Tiana, I was like, Tiana, Tiana, I'm gonna go soft tonight. <laughs> like, I told her that. And then I'm like, two hours later, I was like, I'm not getting up. <laughs> like, what do you mean? I'm like, I'm not. And I just like crawled over to the side of the bed and just fell asleep. <laughs> I was so fucked up. I, don't, I think I threw up. What? Yeah, bro. That was just so silly. Yeah, I was pretty sure. No, because after we freestyled, they, like, all hit me. Oh, uh, I forgot. Oh, I forgot. Damn. Like, I was still I on the... I thought you were peeped at that point. No, bro, because, like, all the adrenaline was keeping me up. But then I was just, like... Talk about Marvel, Marvel on the movies. Um, it's tough because DC made such shitty movies, bro. What, what such, vi- right, have, vi- such... have you played their video games? The DC video games? Either or. I played uh, Ultimate Alliance, which is so classic. Ultimate, that was a classic. Oh, that's dude. just a great game. And I played Injustice. Yeah, Injustice. And then I played classic. the Mortal Kombat. The Arkham the game. Kombat, the Arkham games go hard. Batman is crazy hard. I played Lego Batman. Lego Marvel, where you can go in the open oh, world, yes. and it's literally Dude, just, just Lego, Lego GTA but with, so with superheroes. Like, That's what bro, it was. You have so many characters. Bro, so Lego awesome. games slap. The OG was Star Wars. Lego yeah. Star Wars. Lego, Star Dude, Wars. Lego Jurassic Park. <laughs> you would play Lego. Lego. Dude, I got it for eight bucks in the garage sale. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you know what? If you bet my ass, I'm playing this right now. Bro, I was like. 12, 13 years old, my friend was like, yo, you want to play Lego Jurassic World? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Star Wars. Let's ride some dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, it was lit, bro. We like were treasure hunters at one point. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Dude, so, my dad, my dad didn't allow me to watch the third episode of Star Wars, Revenge of the Sith, because it was PG-13. But I had... That's so tough. Yeah, because my dad was kind of a dick when I was a kid. Um... <laughs> He's a great guy now, though. Yeah. But, um, <coughs> so I wasn't allowed to watch it. So instead, I just play the Lego Star Wars version of Revenge of the Sith. To learn it? Yeah. That's tough. That's and so he did it, And he didn't want me to watch it because there's, like, too much killing and stuff <coughs> like that. I was killing just as much. There's a level where you're Anakin Skywalker and you're just killing young ones. Oh, yeah, bro. And they just explode. Bro, do you remember that boulder one where you had to, like, I forgot what. Oh, Indiana Jones. No, it was, that was, was uh, we were just saying that too though. That was a fun. I like, no, I, I, no, I, I, it was like multiple good. boulders you just had to dodge. Oh, I can't remember. I think it was. I don't think it was Indiana Jones. I think it was Star Wars one. Because I remember having a lightsaber. I don't know. I've never seen Anthony Jones. Yeah, <laughs> dude. No. This is a great setup. Use Mr. Weed with me. <laughs> yeah, we had a yeah we had a test him, test test him. It was good. I'm pretty high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm so faded. <laughs> this shit got me good. Good stuff. Yeah. Alright. Let's, let's hit it, Isaiah. Yeah. Where are you in a minute? <laughs> yeah. Alright. So, in the end, to end the debate, I think both companies are great. Honestly, you just learn to, to love to appreciate both of them. 
Like yeah. salt and pepper. Yeah, yeah, like you add both of them to your food. So yeah, yeah. Sprinkle, sprinkle a bowl. Yeah. Sprinkle a bowl. Yeah. Too much salt is a bad thing. Too much pepper is a bad thing. Yeah. No, I like my shit extra salty. <laughs> extra, extra salty. No peppers, it's straight salty. <laughs> <laughs> I like straight peppers. <laughs> so much. I like to snort what it. What about that? No, hey, what about that? No, that's not right now. Were you guys tuning in when I was hustling nutmeg and yeah. I had got pulled over? I mean, I love hallucinogenic nutmeg. That shit ruins the spot. Bro, did you watch that shit? Oh, so, so, so I was driving funny, back to so Colorado, funny. and did you guys smoke? And I was like in Utah, school? and you two. No. Uh, <laughs> 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 and it has like. Yeah, so I, on my first story, I was just like, yo, in Utah, changing my life, like grinding silence. I don't even know if it's a slander because I don't know if it's like a religious thing they do or like fixed it for And then it just happened to say that I got pulled over for speeding, and then I was like. Chuggles heated. I've been coming at you. Yeah, your brother's heated. I killed him in 92. Now your whole family's heated. Oh shit, my bad. I'll take it all back. Haha, <laughs> JK, fuck that. I don't give a fuck about that. I'm actually spitting all the facts. Nigga, you came at me with the printer, but I was coming at you with the facts. Yeah, no cap. I just wear Supreme. Just kidding, it's fake. I got it cold. It was a discount Supreme. Yeah, it was lit. I went to the thrift store and then I said, Yo, you like it with my hand me downs horns? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I was spitting. <laughs> this beat's a little tough, bro. This beat is actually a little tough. I'm hearing this, I'm like, what is this guy doing right now? Change it up. Oh, you keep your hand on one. I like the challenge, bro. No, no actually, the, we've, been, like, the, we've listened to a lot of them, but I want you to hear some of the fire we've been listening to. Okay. This one's really good. We're going to stop Weiss's Cups with feathers. But what? We were like, wait a minute. No. Pretzels. Pretzels? Pretzels. 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 Yeah, why would you want peanut butter and pretzels? 
People just like sample really quietly. Like both salty. I'd like to put ecstasy in my peanut butter onion nose. Yeah. Turn straight into M and Yeah. Off the Skittle. Yeah. Greatness. 
What's the matter? What it do? Broke your heart. <laughs> Watch it shatter. What it do? Okay. It don't matter. I just laugh. I'm the UK nigga with the fucking banter. Yeah. UK. <laughs> banter. Forgot about that one. Yeah. Let me banter and let me talk. <laughs> Heard you like to wait, yeah, I heard you like to bop And let me see if we can get it, get some top Because I know she like to slop She sloppy, she doing, and that's alright She hoeing, jumping up, I'm rowing On my boat, I'm floating Now I'm different, I'm walking on water And go ahead, got your daughter Up in the lock, she gonna be in submission Man, look at me, I'm going down on the mission Yeah, I'm locking in, I'm super in I'm equipping this dick in her mouth I'm popping off with the gun now let me hear because I got that fucking gun cocked I know I got that shit, I'm wild, got that young cock Yeah, yeah, she fucking love me Go ahead and kiss and hug me Bitch, I know you fucking rub it All up on me, you get my feet Get up on me, bitch, you'll be Underneath me Because I like to give up I like to give her that me Damn, I'ma make her come Even in her dreams Ooh. Woo! Jamaican jerk. Yeah, Jamaican jerk. That shit's good. Fire. I like that one. I don't know. I don't like that one. It's tough because Hooters is a dry rub, place as Honey Chipotle. Honey Chipotle is oh. my favorite place. Oh. Old Bay oh, is my favorite. Oh, did you guys see the ATL wings were fire though? Remember when we got ATL? Yeah. Did you guys, oh, yeah, like, did you guys like them, bro? Because like, um, nah, I feel like it was almost like they disappointed, bro. Like, I feel like ATL. Honestly, I would have much rather gone to Wingstop. Wingstop. Isn't that crazy, bro? Isn't that crazy? Tell me why I was thinking that same. That's what I was saying. I was like, damn, what's the gas about this place? I was like, bro, like, yo. The the ranch was ass. Like, you can't (laughs) have a wing place like that. Oh my fucking god. Oh, that was so sad. Nah, I can't get wings out. I can't get wings We might get to some after this. Obviously, don't have to come, but I go to Bible study every Thursday, bro. I want to. You guys just pop that one time if you. Okay, I've gone to Catholic school since third grade, nigga. I don't think I can do it anymore. What part are you on right now? It just depends. We go verse to verse, not like we're going to do like certain parts. We just take a verse and we just talk about it. It's dope, bro. A bunch of football guys be coming out, too. A bunch of guys I knew, too. Where you at? Okay. The stu- Bible? Just at the studio. No, no, we're at the Bible right now. But we're just going verse to verse. Today Today we hit, uh... We were in what? Matthew... Is it New Testament? Yeah. Yeah, we're, yeah right now we're in New Testament. Today we talked about the New Testament. We're in the Lost Lamb, bro. I can't even remember it. I should have wrote it down. I usually take notes sometimes just to keep up. Yeah, have you gotten the John yet? What's that? Wait, is it John after? Uh, yeah, I, I'm actually, me personally, bro, I'm actually beating John right now. That's what I'm on. Right now, right where, where I'm at personally, I'm at I'm at uh, John 13. I'm about to read John 13. I'm at Mark. That's what I say, John is my favorite. Bro, John's lit, bro. Lazarus was kind of lit, though. That was hype. That was hype. Oh, Lazarus like oh, sick. Oh, bro, you guys, bro, bro, you gotta pop out, bro. It's, it's like, it's like, before it was kind of like to the book. Like now it's tough because like we're like we're getting bigger and so like we get together and like we just ch- like it's almost like we just talk- 
we have the questions, and we kind of just talk about like how we're feeling, like what's going on, like in our lives with God, and then we'll we'll go into the we'll read the we'll hit the someone will basically do like a sermon on the word real quick, and then we'll go back into our groups and we'll just talk more about questions, which is nice. You know, it's not like it's not like the whole time we're just like this is what it says, like this is what we're doing. You know, yeah, 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 you're not just like it's like bro, it's like let's like let's talk real, like yeah. Uh, Regardless, I'd probably just do at least once just to see your ass a little bit more, bro. Pop out, bro. Just I'll come out. by. Yeah. Bro, yeah, bro. If you just pop out, I, I got you with the dinner, bro. Cause we pop out at dinner too. Bro, for real, like, let's really talk, bro. We get a bite to eat, bro. Dude, free we get food. a bite to eat. Free food. I miss, bro. I miss hit. Yeah, I miss, I miss hitting up with you guys, bro. I'm done. You know what I mean? Yeah, bro. That's why I stopped by. Come over whenever. Well, I'm, I'm over in Queen Creek. You know, the time I'm coming over to the Tempe's when I'm out here for the Bible, bro. For God. Whoa, why don't you come out here for us? Come out more. <laughs> come out more. The gas be crazy. Are you going on Saturday? What's that? Are you going Saturday? On Saturdays I go. Oh, to the. No, <laughs> I know you're talking about. Saturdays I play basketball at the church. Ooh, that's cool. I know, but like Gatsby a bitch, but I gotta drive to Casa Grande after with my mom. You gotta go to Casa Grande, boy. Yes, yes. I've made that drive four times in one day. Oh Lord. Oh, yeah. that does not sound pleasing at all. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So oh. I better see your ass more, drive. bitch. All right. Forty minutes. Bus, that's Queen Creek, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's that's past that Creek. exit, nigga. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, right? yeah, that's Queen Creek, son. <laughs> All right, y'all. For real, though. I'm going to catch y'all. Catch y'all. Uh, I'm going to bang your lines. Don't even, don't even, don't even know. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm out here on what? I'll come through. I'm trying to think. On Thursdays, I'm always here. Thursdays, I'm I'm here every Thursday. Yeah. Around this time. So I can either stop. I usually stop by after because I had to go out early to go talk to some guys. Yeah. But I'm gonna hit you guys up. So if you guys make it out next week, that'd be lit. If you guys don't like it, bro, it's like I'm gonna be like, see ya. You know, I'm like, well, at least you guys. You know, nah, I'm, I'm pretty open minded to that shit. So I'm like, bro, I'll love to see you guys, bro. I'm I just wanna. I real talk. I say, I say simple, like, God's just working my life real good. Like God That's just makes good. me feel real happy for you. God's God's making me feel real nice about my life, bro. It's like this is not even my life, though. It's just it's just putting a different joy in my life. Like That's a good. different joy, for real. It's crazy tough. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I got, it's not like I switched up, and I was like, Don, like a different person. Like I just walk in the room, like, hey, I'm no, like, it's, hey, it's like, like a new, you know, it's a new phase, it's a new perspective, kind of thing. Yeah, bro. It's it's just. That's my new life, bro. For real, like, I like talk. You know, Christ is my new life. Yes, it's just lit like that. I like what he does in my life. I like how I feel. I like, I like that like, happiness that I got. Like, you know, it's so crazy. I wouldn't, bro, like, I, I would have never thought that it was no, like no. this. No, I, I appreciate it because, like, I don't have that type of, like, love in my family. Yeah. So, like, that's something I wish I had in the future. So, like, I'm glad you're enjoying that shit right now. Bro, yeah, it's, it's tough, bro. Like, like, God's got my back. Like, he just loves me. I felt God's love real immensely this week. Like, real talk. How so? Yeah. You want to know, though? Yeah. I'll tell you, dog. I'll tell you this. So, like, right, they talk about, like, not hooking up with females and stuff and, like, all this stuff. And, like, bro, in the past, bro, I definitely, there was a lot that was going on with that, too. Like, I didn't enjoy, like, the sex and stuff. Mm. But, like, this week, bro, I, I hooked up with a chick. She was a stripper. Which is kind of like a weird place for me to be, because like, right? Yeah, right. Like, how do you link with a stripper? I'll tell you the whole story. Kind of have to go. So, so I go, I go to work, bro. I go to work. I'm at work, right? And I'm, I'm at work, and I go on break. It's like, it's like 8:30. A basketball team walks in. I'm like, bro, I'm not dealing with this. I'm going on break. I need a break. I need to eat before we get, before we get close to closing, so I can do my jobs. 
Um, I'm closing up. I mean, I'm going break. I go on break. One of my coworkers that's not working that day, she came in to go see one of them guys in the back. And she's like talking to him or whatever. And this is last week. And she just wants to say what's up. And she brought her cousin because she wanted to show him. So her cousin, um, cute girl, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. They sit down. I'm getting my food. They're like, come sit with us. I was like, where were you? Know, come sit with y'all. You know, like I sit down. And I'm just trying to eat. You know, like I'm just trying to do my thing. I, I thought they were like friends or something. So I didn't want to get like into too that conversation. You know what I mean? Like I didn't, yeah. like, didn't want to be like that guy that's like, what's up? You know, like, and, like yeah. trying to like yeah. have their own time. Yeah. So I sat down. They're talking to me. And, um, you know, I'm chatting. And like I could tell like she got a little bit of like a, like, a little, like, that, that little, that little frequency, that little vibe that I was picking up on. So I'm talking, I'm talking to her a little bit, and she's, I'm just trying to know her name, like what she's doing and what she's on. And um, this girl Kirsten, who's my, who's my coworker, she's, she's like, hey, we're gonna be um, hanging out after work, we're gonna drink a little bit, like we'll be having some fun, and you should yeah. go through. And her cousin got my number, now I'm not worried, like, I'll, I'll okay. pop out. And the guy that's working with me, he was like, um, I'm, I'm going, you come with me, but like we'll, we'll go together. And I was like, better that, so we pop out. Um, I got spare clothes in my car. I don't know why, but I just did. So I, go, I threw the spare clothes in my car. Quick change. Yeah, yeah quick change. change. I got. I smell like Chipotle, which smells like booty cheeks. I don't want to smell like that. Nah. And so I'm in there. You know, we're playing drinking games. We're doing this stuff, and um, you know, like she told me that her job was um, working like as a jewelry girl. Like you know, like when you walk into like a jewelry store, and someone's like, Oh, oh yeah, like the yeah, like, almost like, almost like the, yeah. like the person that's like, Yo, like mm-hmm. I'm looking for like a diamond for my wife. Like she did all that. She sold Rolexes and stuff, yeah. diamonds, all that stuff. And so, um, have you ever walked into a jewelry store and that person like goes to help you and they like direct you to a certain like certain type of jewelry and like, kind depending of, on what you look like it's like to the cheap section <laughs> or the expensive section we have some cz's right here all right so check out this so um i'm i'm with her right and we're in a room and i just i'm kind of i'm kind of buzzing bro i've been drinking a little bit and uh she i don't have any clothes on bro she's and she's a stripper, so she did like that fucking like snake yeah, maneuver around you too. Did she do any? Did she like do any stripper? But no, no, no. Like she moves. Like you knew she was like a dancer or something like that, right? Nah, bro. I didn't know any of that. You get a dance. So, bro, before we like we get to anything, like, we're just making out like we're doing our thing, and she's like, I'm like moving, on, like I'm moving on her nice, like I know what I'm doing, you know what I mean? And so she's like, she's talking, she's talking about how she's on her period, bro. So she wasn't trying to do nothing, and she asked me about her brother, and like obviously, like, bro, I'm trying to be like the best man of God that I can be. So I'm like, I didn't come with that intention, like, low key I did, but like low key I didn't, cause I didn't bring a rubber, so I couldn't go that far. She has a rubber, she has one, and I'm just like, crap, you know, in my head, like in my head, it's not something I was like, crap, I'm, I'm buzzing, bro, like I'm like, let's do this. You know, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, your red wings at a party. That's so lit. <laughs> With the but did she give you a lap dance? <laughs> no, bro, so, so. Bro, bro this is epic. You get a lap so dance? So she starts, you know, starts telling me, she's like, we need to do this. So she takes up all this stuff and she doesn't need to get it all off. And bro, she throws on the rope. She throws, she throws in the rope and I start taking that shit off. And I always have to do my thing. Bro, I'm telling you right now, bro, the struggle that I had in the past of like not enjoying sex, bro, is still very prevalent. 100%. We also fucked Wait, girls. still very prevalent? So yeah. you didn't have a good time? No. Yeah. But I fucked till... But it was midnight. I bet, I bet a lot of It was midnight, but I fucked... <laughs> I literally had sex till 5 a.m. Like, till 5 a.m. Oh, damn. 
I did not. I've been I did not bust, bro. Like hundred percent. Dude, yeah, that's just sounds so painful. Bro, I got bro, bro, trust, bro. The next day, I was like, ow, because the rubber was just moving on my dick. Like, okay, at the same time, it's like, dude, condom sex is worse. Yeah, condom sex. But like, I'm sorry, she told me she was a stripper, and I was like, we're gonna keep that space. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And like, bro, she, bro, she literally couldn't handle it. That's a, that's exactly what happened. And like, that's the reason we stopped. That's the only reason we stopped. That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, like she was literally like shaking. Some bitches I can't, can't, keep I can't up, move. Man. She was telling me, I said, all right. And like, I tried, I slept, bro. I just slept, bro. I just took that shit off. I was like, I'm sorry, nigga, but it was no, it's no thing. Like, it's, like, I just did my thing, you know? That's why I, yeah. I did like, she a She's it. a champ. Bro, it was crazy. She really held on for five hours. Bro. She was like shaking. She couldn't walk. How much swear? We went for five hours. You did. But it's crazy though. That's when you start respecting them. It's super crazy. It's like the ankle. Well, the place that I'm in now is. You want to Gatorade? Go with some power. Yeah. I mean, because like, bro, right after we got done, and like after I got to my car, bro, I slept there for like three hours. Cause I had to be at HU at nine to pick up a textbook, and it was this is in Tempe, by the way. I don't know if y'all know this, but this is in Tempe. I drove over here. I'm over on. So I'm, I'm over on Mill. You have time to fuck strippers, but you don't have time to oh, get the boys in Tempe. Yeah. I mean, here I am, bro. They talking about, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, I've seen you like three times this month. Yeah, yeah, I've seen you. I've seen I pop out Thursdays, bro. Pop out. I'm here every Thursday. I'm here every Thursday. You say that, but then we don't see you. Yeah. Bro, I've I came him, here one time I've on seen Thursday. I've like three times this month. Bro, yeah. I come here on Thursday sometimes, you guys aren't here. Which is crazy, because like, even Cam's gone. I'm like, that's fucking annoying. Bro, I'm that's like, some what? bullshit, because I haven't sometimes seen you I'm so not long. dinner. No! I was like, bro, stop the cap. <laughs> <laughs> I've been here, you can ask, bro. Like, there's people that have seen me, and they're like, I'm like, is Jacob here? Is Cam here? Bro, I know and then I run to Luke, and I'm like, Luke, is, is anyone here? And he's like, it's just me, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I'm all just talking to Luke the whole time. Yeah, I'm usually always here. Bro, I'll tell you this. Right after we got done, bro, I felt I felt like this, like, weird. I've never felt this, bro. Like, it's crazy. Like, when I say, like, when I'm in a different place, like, That's good. it's God, bro, 100%. Like, I remember being like, this sucks. Like, something's hurting inside me. It felt like when you get in trouble and you know you're in consequences and there's, like, these things going on. But at the same time, it felt like, you know, like, when you're looking and you're in consequences that you don't really have an emotional attachment to that. You're kind of just like, oh, crap, I'm, I'm in trouble, right? Yeah. It feels like that. But it felt like I got heartbreak, bro. It felt, it felt like someone died. And I was, bro, I was in my car. And I was just like, yo, what is this? This hurts. Like, I'm for real. Yes, hurts. You know, that's what, like, that's what happened when, like, I was just tired of fucking, like, you know, like, like being a whore and I wanted to you know, like, you know like have bonds with people iPhones. So I started, you know, developing like you know like friends with benefits or like you know like not like I don't know if you call them, like things, but like things that aren't friends but like you're not in a relationship. Hookup culture is not it. Yeah, it's really not it. <laughs> it's just like unfulfilling. Like you know that toxic masculinity shit, it's not it's unfulfilling. It doesn't like, matter how just... many bitches you fuck, nigga, like if you're not having a good time, it doesn't matter. I think overall it's kind of just a destructive cycle. Yeah, and it's like, like you're, you're told like, oh, you gotta fill a hell of bitches, or else like you're pussy, or like you know, you don't got it like that. You don't fuck bitches like you know, obviously like you dick small or some shit. It's crazy because I tiny, I got small dick energy ass shit. It's crazy cool because like, but like the dude that's like my big brother, he balled out here at ASU. And like he, his life was changed by Christ, bro. And it's crazy because like I told him how I was feeling. He's like, bro, that's some good shit. And I was like, what the hell? You know, like, this hurts. And he's like, it's a good thing. He's like, bro, that's. He's like, bro, that's a good thing. He's like, that's a crazy good thing because it's like that means God's literally like put him in your life. 
because like that's all we did. Mm. And I was like, it, like, bro, it feels weird because I'm thinking like, why is this hurt? Really cool. Like, why is this hurt? Like, this sucks. Talk like this is sucks. This sucks ass. Real talk. This connection. sucks ass, bro. You know what I mean? And he's like, that's that. That's just God, bro. That's like, I could just feel like I did God so wrong. And it's crazy because like that next day, bro, that Tuesday, I'm at work and I'm just I'm hurting all day. And I'm at work, and you know, my, 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 my cross falls out because I'm working, I'm closed in. Like, I'm just trying to clean stuff. And it's literally out like this, bro. Like, it's just out, you know, I'm trying to do my thing. And so um, my manager, she's like, oh, my kids are kind of crazy. And I was like, all right, what's, what's, what is it? And she's like, I can tell you're Christian. And, like, this is before. She's known me before I, I got baptized and, like, I for real gave my, started giving my life to Christ. And I was like, well, how did you know that? She's like, just the way you carry yourself. And we started talking. I felt like I had the opportunity to speak to her. And I was like, you know what? I, I got awesome on my chest. Like, I got caught up with a girl. And it's been weighing on my heart pretty heavy. And it's been really hurting. And she was like, she, she and I just got to talking. It was weird because <clears throat> it felt like God like allowed me to have the opportunity to talk to her. And bro, she needed to talk about some things. Like some things that's going on in her life. And it was crazy because she was crying. And I was like, wow, here we are. Like, I'm at work. <laughs> you know, like, how did this, how did we get here? Like, this is so crazy. A little bit of that weight got taken off my shoulders. It was like, it really hurt at that moment because it was, I was reminded how much God loved me, bro. Like, I've, like, ever since I became, like, baptized and, like, new in this, like, you hear all this stuff, like, you're like, oh, like, oh, God's good, God's that, God loves you, God does this, God's like this, but I got to feel it from, like, like to the maximum, dog, and, like, when I felt it, it, it just hurt me, it disgusted me how much God loved me, that's how much it sucked, it's like, how could you love me this much, that you're gonna, like, I'm hurting this much, and you're gonna take some of that away, even when I did that, I did that to you, I kicked you in the ribs, you know, give me something, you know, like, it doesn't work like that, you know. Like, you know, like, yeah. like, where's, where's, like, that discrepancy? Where's that hurt? Like, where's that, where's that consequence? It's not there. That's the beautiful thing about grace. Oh, man, it was crazy tough. Like, I was like, this hurts even more. Like, I'm like, yeah, like I was hurting, like inside me, but like now I'm feeling really shitty. Like, I'm like, damn. Like, I'm like, bro, I'm like you know, take church or whatever. Like, I'm like, fuck. Like, this sucks. Like, I for real love God, and God's like touching me in a way that I have never felt, like, in embrace, like, I for real gave a serious appreciation for God's love right then and there, I had not, bro, I had, it put my love to shame, 100%, I thought I loved people, bro, I thought, I love, I love you guys, I love my mom and dad, I love my siblings, bro, put that love to shame real quick, so crazy, bro, I couldn't even believe it, bro, I was just like, <coughs> I was like, really now, like, that's, it's like that, you know, like, you for real doing it like that, like, I even, I didn't even, I couldn't even, it's like, bro, it's like, I could, it's like a wave hitting me. You can drink a cup of water, but like a wave's gonna fucking consume you. Mm. I couldn't even. I couldn't, like, it's all up in my face, my nose, my ears, my eyes, bro. Like, that wave, that wave smacked me. You know what I mean? That was just God's love. That's what it's like, bro. I couldn't, I can't even express it any more deeper than that, because it's just that, that pureness, like that just grace that God got, bro, that conviction. I was like, wow. And it was that moment, bro, where I didn't care what anyone thought about me, bro. I said that girl, I said, I said, look, I'm trying to be a man of God, and I'm sorry to have led you on, and to have led myself on to sex like that. But, like, I'm not trying to be like that. I'm not trying to be in relationships like that. I'm not trying to do something like that. I'm for real sorry that I have to do this. And, like, I didn't say, like, I'm, I don't want to look lame. I don't want to look like this. Like, I just said it how it's supposed to be said. I just said it because I'm, like, I'm, I'm a man of God, bro. I got to keep it 100, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I feel like being a man of God, you have to, like, the first thing you have to be is genuinely yourself. Like Christ life, bro. Yeah. Hundred percent, bro. Like I was like, that was tough. Like before, like when I was drinking, like when I first started getting with her, it didn't like I wasn't really losing it. You know, like I was like, cool, like God's here. You know, like He's with me. 
but at the same time, like, I was a little nervous to be like, hey, like, I'm kind of getting closer to God. Like, I shouldn't be doing this. Like, bro, like, like I, would, I would love to do some things with you, but, like, I really shouldn't. You know, I wasn't really like that. You know, I was almost, I was, all, like, for once, bro, like, y'all see me. Like, I'm pretty brave. I'm pretty bold. Yeah. I wasn't bold, bro. For once, I wasn't pretty bold. And it was a weird situation to be in. And when I got out of it, bro, I look back on it, bro, it's crazy to think that a lot of people are not safe. Satan working on me for sure. Like it's funny how mm. it's funny how one night so quickly how easy it was. It's not like it's never that easy. You know what I mean? Like usually like, I hit up a shot, like I hit up a girl. I'm trying to like get a number. I'm like, yo, let's link. Yo, let's do this. And then like at one, I'll be maybe get a one chance out of like the five times that I've seen her to like you know tag that body. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it was just like that night, that night, boom, 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 boom. All these things lined up. I'm like, how funny is that? You know? Yeah. So looking at that, bro. It was crazy, and then and then learning what that conviction was, bro. Like it was, a, it was cool to like learn that, but it still sucked. Like I'm like I'm glad God loved me with that, but it, it still sucked. You know. What yeah, I mean? life is still hard. You know how like amazing and beautiful and how perfect it can still work out to be. It is still rough. It's like you know, two sides of the coin. Two sides, three sides. Three yeah, sides. Bro. But yeah, I'm, I guess like I just got a real appreciation for God's love for sure. Yeah. That's like that's what really hit me. It was weird. I would have never been like that. I would have never. I don't know. I just, I just, I never saw myself. I would have never seen myself in that situation with those feelings. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it was. I've done that before. I've I tested those waters, of yeah. course. I kind of knew better. I kind of just knew that like I wasn't enjoying sex because of things I've had in the past. Like they, I just wasn't really with it. You know. And that's why I, I dodged it for so so long. And like even the girls that I was bagging. I didn't enjoy it. It was like a hole in my chest. And it's like even like the games they be playing, bro. Like they be talking about like when I when I when I hit her, bro. When I hit her on that line, I told her what I was on. She was like, "Oh dang!" Like I wasn't even trying to be serious like that. I'm like, bro, tell me why. You, tell me why you're all over me. You know, like in my head, I'm like, Pff. okay. You know what I mean? Like like that. You know what I mean? But I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to be. I was. I didn't even care. Like at that point, I'm just like, bro. I don't even want to play these games anymore. Like that's that's not what God wants me to do. That's not what God had intended for me. And that's why I'm feeling this way. That's why I know I was caught up in the wrong situation. Like, this isn't it. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, like, when I be popping out to, like, the college night they be having over over in Phoenix, it's dope because there's, there's a few girls, bro, and there's cool girls there, but they got a family. They got a for real family. Like, like they want girls. something. They yeah. want something cool. Like, they want they want what I'm looking for, and that's, that's it. Like, they want higher class. Women. Like, they're not, like, them lame girls, neither. Like, them cardboard. Like, they're girls that look good. And like they got some cool personalities, you just uh-huh. like wow, like you would flip out this shit. Yeah, but they're yeah. waiting. They're white because, people. because they like they be, like they're for real for God. And it's so crazy. Like that's the most attractive thing. It's crazy. I'm telling you, bro. Like this this thing just slowly like working my life. Like just like little things like that are going crazy. But like what really hit me this week, bro, was just seeing the love of God and seeing God's love was like oh, it's insane. That's insane. Yeah. Happy for it, man. Yeah, yeah. I felt good to get out, bro. Yeah, I'm good. That's it. Whoa. I know it was a lot. <laughs> I know Thanks kind of for tuning in to the Rolling This is like the best episode ever. We, we started for weed reviews. <laughs> DC <laughs> Marvel <laughs> freestyling. <laughs> and then I said, okay, it's time. That's a good way to end it, though. This so, is my yeah. part. Thanks for tuning in speed. to the Rolling Stone. Bro, I think I got to record, Lucky. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's Lucky's part. part, bro. That's, I'm sorry. That means it was a good podcast because we forgot. That is recording. 
Yeah, it was like yeah. a converse thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so fire. That was that's sick. I gotta sit up. All right.